Stop doing those diet or workout fads to lose weight. Use the tried and true approach from Rock and That Idea Life that helps you find balance while enjoying food in moderation and nourishing your body. Try the Lean 30 program at rockandthatidealife.com and let today be your last first day of your weight loss journey. When buying or selling your home, you need to feel protected. Realtor Mike Burgoyne not only looks out for your interests, but as a St. Louis area police officer, will make sure you feel safe and well-informed with every decision. Email Mike at strikewithmike.com and start the process today. That's Mike at strikewithmike.com. Hi, everybody. This is Ken Wilson. Once upon a time, I broadcast blues hockey. I always listen to Let's Go Blues Radio. It's everything you'll want as a blues fan. Oh, baby. After reviewing the play, the call on the ice, it was determined that the play was offside, no goal! You do that, you go to the box, you know, uh, two minutes by yourself, and you feel shame. So your sweetie finally comes to a game and you barely play. Is that more awkward than puberty, or is it pretty close? Your mitt looks like a boa constrictor unhinged its jaw in an effort to consume a combat submarine. Let's do that hockey. Welcome to episode 14 of season 13. This is episode number 445. All time of the often imitated, never duplicated, the tribe has spoken. We're the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. Let's go Blues Radio. Special thanks to our sponsors, RockinThatIdealife.com and Realtor Mike Burgoyne. For once again, proudly sponsoring the show, please check them out. Also, uh, please don't forget to check out the uh, t-shirt shop at Let'sGoBlues.com uh, for the very best St. Louis Blues-themed t-shirts at an unbelievably fair price. It is Wednesday, January 10th, and we're streaming live right now on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Friendster, OnlyFans, you name oh. it. We're on it. Heck yes. <laughs> uh, to interact with the show on social media, our handle on all the socials is at LGB Radio. I am Kurt Price. I'm a co-host for the big show tonight are Bill Day and Jeff Ponder. Uh, Producer Austin is lurking in the weeds, uh, pulling the strings. So if anything bad happens on the show, a commercial randomly pops up for no reason. Yeah, that's, you know, who to blame. Yeah, this is a first show in a while where nobody's facing the allegations. Whoa, that's true. Except maybe Kevin Hayes. True. <laughs> and here, let me put up the template uh, over the. There we go. Since oh, we get, yeah, blame, blame Austin again. Uh, that was my the, fault. I'll actually take blame there. I turned it off because we were all talking before the show. <laughs> the agenda for tonight includes discussion of boots. Uh, Kevin Hayes is wrongfully attacked by. Online by uh, some Philly assholes. We'll talk about that. Uh, Friends of the one. show. Friends of the show attack uh, Kevin Hayes. Uh, a two to one win versus the Hurricanes. A five uh, to one loss versus the Panthers. Team USA wins gold to the Real Juniors and more on this episode of Let's Go Blues Radio, gentlemen. What's up? Yo. <laughs> what is happening? Well, as I told you guys, I got some good news tonight. Um, I was basically cleared by my physical therapist to return to hockey. So I have not played since September, and uh, it's been rough. Um, mostly rough because I couldn't do anything <clears throat> cardio-wise. So, like, I'll admit I've put on five pounds. I thought I was going to put on 15 or 20, uh, which is good that I didn't because... go that far. 
because you yeah. just can't help yourself. <laughs> no, I can't. Honestly, like holiday season, you guys know, like, you know, mm-hmm. you sit around and eat candy and cookies. And it's like, fuck, man, I'm not going to be able to move for all of the holidays, including Thanksgiving <laughs> and eating all that turkey. So, yeah, I'm very happy to be getting. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, there's something that pairs right really well with my fear of the show. There you go. Yeah, no, I, I do not keep candy anywhere in here. This is my office when I work. I know if I have candy down here, I'll, I would have put on those 15, 20 pounds. Mm. So I'm very happy to be back. I'll be back playing this weekend. So I'm very excited. Well, congratulations. Good news Thank for you, you and bad news for the shins of the opposing forwards who are trying to block <laughs> I was your gonna shots. Say, bad news for all of my teams. Damn it. Ponder <laughs> back. Oh, it was a good run. We had a good run. I will say my uh, Sunday afternoon roller team, um, we have never won anything before. And we've been playing together probably eight, nine years. Of course, the it was like my third week out. Uh, they won the fucking championship. And I'm like, <laughs> you assholes. Do you know what you are? You're Eric Brewer. Yeah. Because the only year the Blues made the playoffs when he was here was the season he was out the entire season. <laughs> and then he got traded, and the next year they made the playoffs every year until yeah. 2018. Yeah. So, so yep, there you you're go. right. I am. I'm Eric Brewer. I'm going to change my number to four. <laughs> Very I am nice. the captain of my ice team, so it actually does fit. Yeah. Did, did you play well for Are Canada? Are you though? good in the locker room? I'm great in the locker room. Are you kidding me? I'm the best in the locker room. Ooh, I give nobody, thigh rubs and everything. Nobody's better in the locker room than you. No, no, I'm the absolute best. There's nobody else. Nobody's better than me in the locker room. I have all about the locker room talk. You are ridiculously not orange to be talking like that. Right. Yeah, you're way too, way too not orange for that. I'm, 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 uh, yeah, you know what? I'll go tan for 50 years. <laughs> Where, there's no one in the chat right now. How is this possible? People are watching. Uh, there we oh, go. There you go. Blue Note fan report. Hey, Whoa, guy. guy Bensing with a Ooh. just saying hi. <laughs> You're hey, still living. <laughs> I love that I can actually say this, and 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 it actually is his name. Oh, hey, guy. Hey, guy. <laughs> but, uh, guy Bensing, for those who don't know, the, runs a, uh, a a blues uh, show on YouTube. Uh, I live every after every show, I believe. Uh, after every, every blues- game. I believe, yeah, yeah. Uh, on YouTube. So I've seen uh, him live in uh, during games as well. So during yeah. game, yeah, occasionally, yeah, he'll he'll he doesn't have it on the screen, but he like talks along. I've, I've seen that too. Yeah. Yep. So uh, yeah, welcome, uh, welcome, guy, Gee. You know, if you're <laughs> if you're a hockey fan, your name guy, you really need to go by Gee. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. You know that when he's been to a game and somebody's been like, "Hey, what's your name?" Oh, I'm Guy. No, you're Gee. No, you're. <laughs> Your gee, <laughs> which I went to school when I was in grade school with a guy named Guy. Me too. And uh, it was it was uh, it was my first experience with someone with that name. So as a kid in third grade, you know, I'm thinking, "You're oh, your name's Guy." And let's be honest, as a third grader, I'm thinking, "Well, that's strange, <laughs> right?" Yeah. A guy named Guy. So. I, uh, I I I knew a guy. I I uh, went to school with a guy named Guy Sergeant, and I remember just thinking, like, you sound like like you're a civilian who suddenly joined the military. I am uh, Guy Sergeant. 
Guy Sergeant. Uh, guy says, or Guy says, we'll call him Guy, right? It's a hockey show. Guy, <laughs> yeah, there uh, you go. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm alive from the beginning of game till after the game. I think so, he means uh, live. <laughs> right, I know, I know. What? Well, I'm glad he's alive. <laughs> we all off. are. Yeah. And, but uh, Kirk yeah. did specifically ask if he was alive. I did, didn't I? That's yeah, true, I did you that. did. Yeah. You're still living. He's, from, uh... he's live and alive. Yeah. Long time no talk, uh, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Been a while. Good to hear from you, man. Uh, the uh, we're, we are blank on announcements. Is that right for the show? Nothing. No announcements. Uh, I did. I did. I oh. I. I, I well, let's say this. Um, played in a pickleball tournament. Uh-huh. Two weekend. Two weekends ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. In uh, in St. Louis. Uh, yeah, a big one. Uh-huh. And uh, took third place. Uh, my partner. And oh. I. Bronze yeah. medal. Bronze medal. And his partner, his partner uh, has uh, treated my dog in the past. Yeah. So yeah, my partner. There's, uh, there's that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nathan Jorgina, he's a, uh, a veterinarian on this side of the river. So yeah. Um, when you say partner, do you mean partner or do you mean partner? He means partner. I mean pickleball partner. You oh, weirdo. Okay. Sorry, I I get him confused. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. I I know the way your mind think, your brain works, and. I should have expected that. Austin just added, which, it, it, you know, I, I'll admit, um, it, it's kind of surprising that our YouTube followers are not higher um, because we do get a, a fair amount of uh, views for the shows. And um, obviously, you know, our podcast audience is awesome and they're huge, but I guess they just don't follow us on YouTube. Uh, Austin just added in our announcements. We hit 600 YouTube subscribers. Yay. Uh, hey, it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? I <laughs> mean, um, yeah. So, and I, I've always been. That's always kind of puzzled me a little bit because uh, the vast majority of our uh, our listens or, or interaction with it is on the podcast side of it, not so much the YouTube side. So, uh, I, I've always I've always found that strange because I really do enjoy you know uh, YouTube shows. I'd rather watch us than listen to us personally. So, yeah, I mean, because we're you know. we're banging hot. Yeah, um, and, I watched know. myself the whole show, and I'm just like, God, look at this guy. I know, and people just, I, I've been told that you know we're just nice to look at. I was told that people enjoy. enjoy I, this is a true story. I was told that people enjoy looking at me uh, <laughs> when I was uh, on Y98, the radio, uh, a long time ago. Hmm. Morning show, uh, Phillips and Company on Y98. Yeah. So, long story. I'd rather not get into it, but it's I was on the 198 morning show uh, one morning in the studio. If, if you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. And uh, and then and Guy Phillips says, "Well, we enjoy looking at you." So, there you go. That's fantastic. In the mouth of Guy Phillips himself. I've always mm, been told that... that. Oh, is it Guy Phillips? Sorry. <laughs> it is. It is It's Guy Phillips. Guy Phillips. That's awesome. Man, um, no, I, I've always been told that um, whenever, okay, because women either find me irresistible or just downright hideous, and so I've What's always the been told that it's. It, What's the it, ratio? Oh, uh, it's probably <laughs> one to seventeen thousand. <laughs> okay, but uh, I've always been told that one. 
It's because I did find the one. She's upstairs. Um, but oh, no, what? I wow. I've always been told out. that I have a very mysterious look about me, and uh, that is apparently a turn on for women. So this is why people like uh, Amy watch the show. <laughs> Sorry, Kurt. Yeah. No, this I was is, like, this is why you need to no, go yes. full on last for low Cravensworth. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mysterious right. one. Yes. Yes. Very good. Thank you. Uh, all right. <laughs> Our beers of the episode number official beers of episode number 445. You can follow each of us on the untapped app. My handle is CPRICE12. Jeff's is Ponder 94 Bills is Billy Blue Note 33. And, uh, and I've, I, you where are we first. going? I'm first. I'm you first. first. Yep. I'm you first. first. Okay. Because I mean, you know, the blues play has been generally very good lately, except for last game, but, uh, so we'll, we'll go with that. Um, yeah, I've got the four hands Imperial hot chocolate milk salt. Have I had this on before? Yes. yes. I did. I thought I did. Okay. No. Well, I grabbed it thinking I hadn't. And then I poured it and I'm like, wait a second. I've had this before. So, uh, having it again. It's good. I like it. I and, and on a cold night times. outside? I think, no, I think, I don't think so. I think a, just it the, is a good one. I like it. Yeah. Well, I was going to either go this or the candy bar stout. Uh, I, I haven't done one of the candy bar stouts. And I also have uh, one of the, I think one of the Voltron um, IPAs haven't done yet. So. Yeah. That would not have been a good choice tonight. No. Well, it's an IPA. So is it ever really a great choice? No. There, there are better options. Yeah. Always. This time of year. Especially, I still, I still need to check down Black Lion. Well, Black Lion. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, well, you can go to the brewery, the beery, and get it. Yeah, now, it's on Maybe. draft and available in a can. You can still, you can buy all three in cans still at the at the beery. <clears throat> I I uh, don't go to the office tomorrow, but I do have business on the other side of the river, and I uh, would be coming up forty four in the evening time. Maybe I'll pop in there and grab some. I'll tell you what, if you Where buy a four pack. Off, well, you don't have to answer this, but how far back, I'll, I'll are you going? It. How far you are you want. going down 44? Uh, Already far. To where? Sunset Hills. Got to oh. take the car to the dealer. Ah, that's, oh, you're going, was, that's where I got my car. Uh, that's Sunset Ford? Ford? No, no. No. Sunset Hills Subaru. Oh. I, that's Sunset Hills is where my... Uh, Pickleball tournament was at uh, Veta Sports over there. Nice. God, Kurt, we don't fucking care. Oh, you're gonna because you're gonna hear about it. Oh, okay. I'm gonna put in the notes here. Uh, first item on the agenda once we start talking hockey is pickleball. Bill, go ahead. Kurt's pickleball bit it. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, it is now a pickleball show, people. All right, so my turn. Uh, I am sticking with the the series that I started last week. I had, last week I had the um, uh, Ginger Snap Surly Imperial Stout. Really, really good. This week I'm going with the Raspberry Chocolate Torts. Wow. That I am, sounds good. Oh, it's, it's, it's actually amazing. I'm not usually a huge fan of berries and stout together. But this, this is, this is like, they, they got the, the mix right. And just, yeah. Is it a really, really good. Is it a Tortorella tort? Cause we're going to try and mention his name tonight. Joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good, good segue. We can skip Jeff's beer now. Hey, fuck you. Right. <laughs> what it's, if, it's, what if my, it's probably, it's, a, my it's probably a, it's probably a, a contact high. 
What if my beer had something to do with pickleball? Kurt would really want to know that. Yeah, I, I really would. I told Amy, I told Amy that uh, I enjoy playing pickleball every bit as much as I used to play, enjoy playing hockey when I played hockey. Wow, like, that's, full-time. that's yeah. high praise. I, you know, it's, I mean, it's one of those things I say it's true. It's like, I mean, you play it and you get addicted to it. And I am. Nice. Well, my beer tonight is a show favorite. We've had it many times. Uh, peanut butter, chocolate, milk stout, absence of light. Um, and we were just talking before the show that the variation, I guess, built on top of that was the Fat Elvis. And I have not found that anywhere. But apparently it's on the Illinois side. So is I it? might have to make a travel over there this weekend if it's, it's not, not too terrible. It's not at forehands? No, I went uh, over Christmas break, and they said, yeah, we sold out within days. And are they getting more? No, they said they're done brewing them. Oh, really? Yikes. That's good beer. I have have spotted it in, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Total Wine um, and uh, Randall's in Fairview. So uh, I might uh, try to make a trip out there. If you don't, I will. Yeah, I'll let you know if I can't find it tomorrow. Okay. They they they've got cans of these three Voltron variants, IPA variants, right? That's that they're just available to buy still, but they sell out of the Fat Elvis right away. It's like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they they did it on purpose for some reason, but I it, they, it was very popular last year. I would imagine from, that they would have from what made I, a lot of that. From what I gathered from the bartender I spoke with at, at Forehands, um, they did up production quite a bit this year and it's still sold out. So I would imagine it's, that means next year they'll up it again even more. It's a it's it's really good. It's, it I is. mean it, I love it. I, I like it more than the absence of light myself. Which was my favorite winter beer for a few years. Oh my God. Oh I, I and I knew she see she watches the show for me and now she's basically inviting me over uh, more that girl says I have two cans in my fridge for the right price. Ponder, oh, I will be sending what? you a text that Kurt will not see you, later. You, you, she knows better than to word that that way. <laughs> no, that is doesn't. just a, asking for it. She what are you doing? Setting me up on purpose. Come on, oh my God, for the right price. Oh, we're gonna have, we're gonna talk later. This is why I love Amy. She's the best. <laughs> That was like a fucking, that was a, what do you call it? Well, you guys, you can't really set people in pickleball, but she was setting me and then I just slammed it home like in volleyball. Let's move on with the show. <laughs> <You think so>? <laughs> <sighs> All right. I guess that we done. We're done. Here. Uh, so uh, blues forward, Kevin Hayes was uh, slightly under fire in flyers media. The flyers, over fifth overall pick in 2023, uh, Cutter uh, Gauthier is that his name? Gauthier, Gauthier, uh, requested a trade, and rumors are that circling that it was it was partially because Hayes told him horror stories about playing in Philadelphia. Uh, Gauthier traded to the Ducks was tra- then traded to the Ducks in exchange for 21 year old defenseman Jamie Drysdale and a 2025 second round pick. So, so very quick side note here: Did you see what Trevor Zegras said about the trade? Uh, no, because uh. I guess his his road buddy, you know, the person he rooms with was Jamie Drysdale. And they asked him, you know, what's it like losing him? And he said, 
man, it's weird. We sleep together. We pee together. Yeah. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, back to Kevin. Uh, Yeah, no, I mean, Philadelphia got a good player. But um, the Flyers, you know, wanted to give Gauthier time and space uh, in case he changed his mind. Uh, But every time they tried to engage with him uh, during the World Juniors, uh, this is happening. Uh, he turned to Cole's shoulder. Last straw came at the World Junior, Champion, World Junior Championships when he refused to meet with Keith Jones and Danny Briere, who flew to Sweden for the event. Uh, which is interesting because um, apparently before the draft, he was all gung ho about being a flyer. He basically talk- said, "I I'm built to be a Philadelphia flyer." Yeah, I think that was the exact words. But now he's done it about face. So it, the thought was that Kevin Hayes talked to him. <laughs> Well, the rumor started rumor circulating was. because yeah. friend of the show, uh, Anthony Sanfilippo uh, of Crossing Broad, who we had on, uh, geez, what summer was that? 2020, 20, 2019. We did the uh, Behind Enemy Lines series where we talked to somebody from every other team. And, yeah, he was on for the Flyers talk. And, uh, yeah, this so this comes straight from him. Um uh, you want me to read the quote yeah, here? Go ahead. Yeah, this yeah, came yeah go ahead. One of the articles he wrote, he said, multiple sources have told me that Hayes was very influential with Gauthier, and three of them indicated that Hayes either had direct impact on Gauthier's decision to not want to play for the Flyers or that it was very possible that he did. Hayes befriended Gauthier because he, too, starred at Boston College. Gauthier called him a role model and said he was someone he is fortunate to have in his contacts who he can call whenever he needs advice. Of course, Hayes was not a fan of coach of John, uh, not a fan of coach John Tortorella, and put doubts in Gauthier's mind about what it's like playing for Torts. Obviously, his influence stretched far beyond young players in the locker room. How's that for a nice going away present for the organization after trading him to St. Louis? That is direct quote from an article written by San Filippo. And, uh, yeah, that got some backlash, but, um, well, you want to read you... what Kevin Hayes said on Instagram? Yeah, we've got that, that here too. Yeah. Why don't you go yeah. ahead and read that one, Kirk? Well, Kevin Hayes replied to addressed what, uh, Anthony Sanfilippo said. And on Instagram, he says, uh, this guy is a fucking clown and making shit up. So, well, and, uh, and he also, Kevin Hayes added... denies all of it. Yeah. He, so, uh, before yesterday's game, Matthew DeFranks of he's SCL today, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, he, he interviewed Hayes about it, asked him kind of to basically elaborate on what he said on Instagram. And uh, again, direct quote from Hayes. Yeah, I think it's complete bullshit. Honestly, I think those two guys acted like complete complete pieces of shit. Uh, to be honest, making shit up. But I think two guys he meant the other host of Crossing Broad, which is Russ Joy. Uh, now I'm going to bed and waking up with death threats and people want my family dead and people that are happy that my brother's dead. I think it's completely insane that this guy can say something like that. I honestly heard it and started laughing. Who the fuck am I to have influence on if a kid plays for an NHL team or not? I don't have that influence. This is uh, okay. So, you know, the, the fans reaction to this, like sending Hayes, Death threats. Glad he's glad his brother's dead. All this stupid bullshit uh, and the fallout from this comment, which you know Hayes says is complete, completely manufactured. Um, it, it, it's interesting that it happens right on the tails of Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy oh. Kimmel. 
You know what I mean? God. Because Aaron Rodgers coming on, going on uh, Pat McAfee's show and making this ass of him, himself. And made an and, enemy of Pat McAfee in the fucking process. Yeah, too, yeah. And McAfee had to apologize to his audience for what Aaron Rodgers was saying. You know, and he's just, you know, accuses uh, uh, Kimmel of being a, a pedophile. And of course, you know, implies that he's on a list that would be a list of basically pedophiles. Uh, and it's like, and he's not. I mean, he's, well, apparently. And it's just... And then Kimmel, Kimmel gets, you know, threats and death threats and, and is getting harassed by, by fucking morons. The same thing as this, you know, people hear this shit and they just go bananas and they, and they, I, I don't understand people to, to, to hear this and then to send someone death threats. That's like, what? I don't understand that whatsoever. Well, and, Why would you get that involved? Well, and for me too, it's, it's like, I, I know that, that, you know, Anthony Sanfilippo, he's, I, again, talked to him before. He has been around Flyers Media for a very, very long time. I think he even used to write, for, like, for the local paper um, for them. So he's been around a long time. So I get there being some trust there. But I don't know. Just to hear that and then fully just be like, Kevin Hayes is public enemy number one. Let's kill him. You know, like, let's tell him that his family should be dead let's tell him that we're happy his brother's dead like good lord overreact much uh, again and 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 i think you know you kind of can relate it i guess back a little bit to the Cairo situation when baruby was fired but like that was like a beloved coach who won the only stanley cup in history for the blues jordan Cairo says something that was completely asinine and stupid and he got called on it but again, I don't think anyone was, and I hope not. Nobody was sending him death threats. Nobody well, was anybody saying, did, "Yeah, if anybody did, it's like that's a completely uncalled for and stupid." Right. And, 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 and renounce, denounce your your fandom uh, of yeah. the Blues right away. You know, nobody wants to hear right. from you. Yeah, and and so for for people to just react this way to hear this one reporter say something, and then absolutely to just, okay, yeah, Kevin Hayes is an enemy. You know. And I know he kind of already was because it was clear he kind of wanted out of Philly. But still, I mean, to take it this far, if you want to go on Twitter after reading something like that from, from San Filippo, and you want to jump on Twitter and be like, yeah, I never liked Case. Hayes, fuck him. Okay, fine. That's your opinion. But the shit that he had to deal with when he apparently woke up and read this, that's well, no one should ever have to deal with that. Austin shared with us just now. Good work, Austin. I uh, got a quote from... Uh... Cutter uh, Gauthier, uh, I would like to especially say that he, meaning Kevin Hayes, had zero, zero conflict with anything that had to do with the trade. So there you go. Um, so it's coming yeah. from Kev, coming from Kevin Hayes, and it's coming from uh, Cutter himself. So my thought right, is maybe, and in, in, you know, we can talk more about Hayes, but for Gauthier being a young player, he was excited to be a flyer. What changed from the draft in June to wanting to get traded but apparently before the world junior championships what happened in training camp if i'm the flyers yeah. i'm looking around saying what happened in training camp it wasn't just so, one player telling them fuck this don't play for philly something so had to happen i saw something uh some speculation that it was money related that they didn't uh they didn't put them on the roster at the end of last year because they were bonused out 
and that pissed them off like that that they wouldn't uh, basically they wouldn't uh, go to extraordinary means to pay him and that's maybe extraordinary means isn't the right way to put it but they they wouldn't do what it took to t- to take care of the guy so so you know and it's interesting that this happens to Philadelphia because they were the benefactors of this kind of thing happening with Eric Lindros when he refused, he said he would refuse to play with the Nordiques if he was drafted uh, to Quebec. And uh, he, they drafted him and they, he then demanded a trade and they had to trade him to Philadelphia. who was more than happy to, you know, uh, send a boatload of talent actually for him and uh, help pave the way for Colorado's uh, Stanley cup runs. Um, they, 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 without that trade, uh, you know, they, they don't win those cups. So, uh, yeah. So I, Philadelphia being really upset about a player who is drafted and then wants to play elsewhere. Um, you know, I mean, you guys benefited from arguably your best player ever, uh, that came along from the, the same kind of situation. So, I mean, yeah. it, what goes around comes around, you know? Well, right. it's just, and, and I mean, who who wants to play in Philly if if you know just you know having an opinion gets you death threats, right? right? That's that's ridiculous. That's Jeff, that's toxic culture, which Jeff, Philly is renowned for. Right, exactly, uh, Jeff. What would okay? So if let let's assume that um, the Filippo uh, uh, San Filippo got bad information, okay. And uh, he went he went public with it. So being a a, a former media member uh, and who used to write stuff for the blues, uh, what if, if you had received bad information like this and went public with it and wrote something on it, how would you have responded to that and, and handle that after the fact? Well, well, I'll just say, first of all, if this was secondhand information, uh, that I received, which it sounds like it was from San Filippo, I would have specified that this is coming directly from my sources. And and he did kind of, but his I think to me it was the, the last phrase that he wrote about the whole Hayes situation. How's that for a nice going away present for the organization after trading him to St. Louis? That, to me, reads as matter of fact, Kevin Hayes said this. So, Philly... Get out your your tomatoes and your pitchforks because your batteries, batteries, your batteries, and your batteries yeah, <laughs> yeah, your batteries, your JD uh, Drew baby snowballs. You know, was that what they were throwing at Santa that one time? Yeah, well, yeah, they booed, they booed Santa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but either way, yeah. like I would have spec, I would have made clear this is not my voice. This is what I'm hearing. And second of all, after the fact, I would have kind of like what Rutherford did, which I still think he didn't need to. Uh, I would have said after the fact, okay, apparently my sources were wrong. I apologize. I would have put a, a column out apologizing. I would have mentioned on the next podcast, and I would have said, I'm really sorry. This was bad information. This is what I was told, and I just had to report it. That's my job. And I, as far as I know, I haven't seen anything from San Filippo basically yeah. so apologizing for Walking what it back. Yeah. So, Austin – Austin has the press conference from Tortorella tonight uh, where he talks about Kevin Hayes. Uh, How long is that, Austin? Because we can play it if you want to, if it's just I haven't been able to get it to play. 
No, it's 50 seconds. You want to play it? Oh, yeah, we, you we can play it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, let's play it. Here we go. This is the press conference uh, uh, from Tortola tonight, and apparently he's discussing uh, the uh, incident that we're discussing. The guy here is there, doesn't the guy here that that caused Kevin Hayes a problem? Yes. You? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Do you think Kevin Hayes is going to do something like that? It's Any last question? Person letting the first two by him. It, it just it pisses me off that that you guys throw that around and affect someone's life. Kevin Hayes and I had a problem. Uh, we couldn't come to an agreement how to play. That's a good man. That's a good man. And, and what you said is going to stay with him. It'll, it'll, that, that's what you guys don't understand. You say something, and you're going to sit there and say you have the right source. And I call Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Damn. Good. I, John I mean, <laughs> God, that. I, I hate I I hate like the, the feelings I'm having right now, right? Like John Tortorella, bad guy. I know, right? That's that that is amazing. Well, oh, is do you remember the uh winter classic, uh Road to the Winter Classic? The I don't know if you watched that one that he was in with the Rangers. Yeah, I, the whole fucking season or the whole uh was it ten episodes, whatever it is, you get that feeling because you're like, God damn it, Tortorella's actually a good guy away from the rink. And right. dude, that right there, I mean, he even said it. We had a problem. It was pretty damn clear those two did not get along. But for him to come out and defend him like that, good for yeah. him, man. That's great. Yeah. I, I, I kind of, I've always hated Tortorella. And now I'm like, oh, good, good on him for this. That's a way to, I mean, he's shown that he's a good dude. He's just an asshole coach. Yeah. It's, it's like to me, I look at Mike Babcock, I'm like, that dude's a dick. Like, I just look at him. I'm like, that guy's a fucking asshole. But like Tortorella, he's just a dick coach. He's a good dude. How long is the cutter video, Austin? Because he uploaded a cutter video too about uh, where he he talks about it as well. So we can play that too if it's if it's not too long. Thirty seconds. Okay, let's play that too. There we go. I did see one thing going around the internet that I would like to uh, specifically address about the uh, rumors about Kevin Hayes, and I would like to. Uh, officially say that he had zero zero um conflict with anything that had to do with the trade and seeing all that stuff is pretty ruthless from what people are saying for that but kevin hayes had nothing to do with uh the situation at hand and um can't really talk too much about it but gonna keep it to uh myself and my family and not my agent oh well there we go that okay. was, yeah i mean i'm sorry like if there's any truth to this to to, to kevin hayes saying it somebody's slipping, you know, like Hayes is like, yeah, you know, we had this one conversation about an argument I had, you know, Cutter Gauthier saying, yeah, there was this one time that, you know, we were just kind of complaining about life in the NHL. You know, there would have been something to me that would have leaked. Clearly there is no base to this rumor. Yeah. So, (laughs) so San Filippo, I, I mean, you know, I feel bad for him because obviously he went he went public with something that was apparently now like bogus, and he like I mean he had I, I mean you don't go with that unless you trust it right and oof, right. Right. oof he took a risk yeah and 
<laughs> he got called out by Tortorella there in the press conference was rough. That's rough. Yeah, I, I think at this point, like I said, and again, I'll, I'll look here as we're about to take a break. Um, I hope he's walked us back a little bit because if he you has, have to. that just looks even worse on him. You have to. I mean, I mean, Kevin Hayes called him out. You know, Cutter says, you know, this it's bullshit. Uh, Tortorella says the same thing. It's like, woof. Is it going to be the, you know, is Tortorella calling him out in the presser the end of it? Or, you know, do the Flyers you know, question the, the press credential and, and all that now? That's kind of what I'm wondering because Crossing Broad is kind of new media. They're a, a blog site and a, a podcast, which up until this point I considered extremely credible. Um, one of the I was excited when we had them on the show, um, but yeah, I uh, I just you got to think that it's not a newspaper. You know, he's not a newspaper writer. That's probably yeah. very easy to pull. Yeah, I mean, it's hard enough for, you know, bloggers and podcasters to get press credentials with a lot of teams. So to have this happen, I mean, he's got, I mean, maybe it depends on how he walks it back, you know. Um, Lesson learned maybe for him, too. Wasn't Chris Terrian part of this podcast? I thought I read somewhere that the former Philadelphia Flyer and Providence College defenseman Chris Terrian was was part of that. Uh, I don't know uh, who who's the um, the the female uh, Philly uh, podcaster uh, that we had on the show before a while long time ago. Oh shoot, you know her name? Oh shoot, I I, I was curious of her thoughts on this. Uh, driver, that'd been, been a good thing to yeah, driver driver. Steph yeah. Driver. Stephanie Steph Driver. Driver. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Be, be curious to to touch base with her on social media and see what, what her thoughts were. I'm sure she has spoken about that, but okay. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of interesting how Kevin Hayes got wrapped into that. And it's, unfortunately, apparently, I mean, unless Tortorella and, uh, you know, uh, Cutter and, Hayes are all lying. <laughs> I mean, I'll uh, tell you, listen, I'm, I'm on crossing broads website right now. It's, it's not a good look. Um, they've got, so I think it was spit and chick. Let's call them Sherlock San Filippo. And they are running with it on crossing broad. And uh, basically putting that uh, like one of their uh, articles, those sandbaggers at Spit and Chicklets are refuting Sherlock San Filippo's reporting while spreading misinformation. And they're basically in this article uh, talking about they're how how are they awful dying on a hill how, about how awful uh, Spit and Chicklets is and how they're well, spreading misinformation. Well, which, spit hey, and yeah, I, I agree with. Is, don't get me wrong, yeah, I, but, spit and but I'm just problems, saying but. it seems that they are doubling down on all of this rather than walking it back. Ooh, wow! And, and and how do you say Spit and Chicklets is spreading disinformation when they posted the torts video? Yeah. Right? That's that's direct quotes. Ooh. I mean uh, stay tuned, folks, right? Yeah. <laughs> as far as what happens with this. Grab the popcorn. The most recent article was from eleven hours ago, and we'll see what happens tomorrow. Pardon my take is the latest barstool property to claim Sherlock San Filippo's 
Kevin Hayes' report was a lie, and the opening sentence is, another day waking up to defend the turf. Give up, guys. You lost. Yeah. You're wrong. Let it go. I mean, it's 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 a it's a it's a it's kind of a sad day Maybe when as much as you can. It's kind of a sad day when you're, you know, using like your back and bar stool and spitting chicklets right. <laughs> in the same breath. Right. Just, I feel very icky right now. Yeah, it does feel dirty, but I mean, right mm. is right, right? So, yep. I mean, I don't know. I mean, okay. I, well, what? Okay, so if they're going to double down on this. They need more info from their sources to, right. to come back with this as to to why they're not wrong. Right. And, uh, yeah, so they're in Philly, right? So I'm expecting a press conference at the Four Seasons. That would top this all off nicely. Yeah, Crossing Broad, do not hire um, former New York mayor um, Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. I will say. I, I was at Regis Philbin. I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it's, I mean, it, it is a, it is a, a comedy show nowadays with some of that stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, we should probably get to break. Yeah, let's go. Uh, we're gonna uh, get into the uh, the Blues last couple games and uh, talk about that along with the uh, World, the Blues, uh, and Team USA and the World Juniors. Uh, after this commercial break, uh, you're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio. We'll return after these messages. We've all tried a diet or workout fad at one time or another, but it always ends the same, right? We either lose the weight and then get back to our routine, but then put the weight right back on, or it just simply never takes hold. It's time to move into a habit-based program that focuses on organization and simplicity. Rockin' That Idea Life's Lean 30 lays it all out for you with the correct food to eat, how to meal prep, and even sprinkles in plenty of healthy recipes. With Lean 30, you'll get the full ID Life arsenal, including energy for that needed kick, a tasty nourish shake for your needed fiber intake, slim plus Plus, to help control your cravings and provide a metabolic boost, lean capsules help bust those sugar cravings, and IED Nutrition gives you the added punch you need that takes the guesswork out of what supplements to take. Join the many who are seeing success and make this your last first day on a new program. Visit rockandthatidealife.com to get started, and remember to email Dustin at rockandthatidealife at gmail.com for an extra 10% off exclusively for Let's Go Blues radio listeners. Start your transformation to the confident, vibrant person you've always wanted to be with rockinthatidealife.com. St. Louis hockey fans know how it takes a reliable captain and a team of hard workers to achieve major goals. As a police officer and a hockey player, realtor Mike Burgoyne would wear the C in any situation. As a leader in the home buying or selling process, Mike has surrounded himself with a team of trustworthy inspectors, lenders, and escrow officers that work together more cohesively than Hall & Oates. And as a member of many teams in his life, Mike knows the service are first responders, veterans, nurses, teachers, and yes, even you let's go blues radio listeners provide the community so we offer special rates to those individuals find the value in mike's leadership and teamwork today by emailing him at mike at strikewithmike.com or calling 314-753-4060 he'll work closely with you and only show you the homes that match your goals that email again is mike at strikewithmike.com or call him at 314-753-4060 and succeed with your new teammate today and now, back to Let's Go Blues Radio. The longest 
running Save Us Blues podcast with Price, Ponder, and Day. Let's give it up for uh, to Austin uh, for coming through with a couple of nice video clips there on the fly. That was well done, Austin. It is. So if this is your nice one show of the year, <laughs> yeah. If this is your one show of the year, it's been a great show. Yeah, good work, buddy. Uh, a couple things that uh, were said uh, uh, during the last conversation we didn't get to uh, before we get into it uh, with the recent games. Uh, guy the Boonville fan report says i disagree with what kairu said being saying being asinine i think jeff you mentioned that uh, uh what kairu said uh about not wanting to comment on brew bay was uh, was asinine and uh so i guess that's what guy is referring to i, I think right. we were all in agreement and, and with I, I think i think we all in agreement that it's the the thing was it wasn't just no comment it was he's not my coach anymore that, yeah it wasn't that was the kicker yeah it just like dismissing uh, uh, Brube, who, and it's not just the dismissing, it was dismissing a coach who was beloved in this town, and a lot of people didn't like the firing at the time. So, um, you know, that, that that's and that's a, not reading the room. We went over this a lot, but I think we're all generally on the same page with uh, what he said was, uh, he could have said a hundred different things there and and been okay, but he he said the wrong thing, you know, yep. so he should have said a little bit more, uh, what he meant to say and what he said, who, who knows uh, if that's you know one and the same. But um, yeah, so we discussed that on a on a previous show. But uh, I think uh, we disagree a little with uh, with guy there. Um, and uh, Julie Ladd, I think I recognize this name from a Facebook season ticket holders St. Louis Blues season ticket holders uh, group. Uh, so it says, "Hey all, season ticket holders, twenty years so far for the Blues. Let's go Blues!" So. 20 year season ticket holder. I was a I was an STH um for a couple of years. Um Yeah, I was too. Yeah. And, and like during the worst time to be a season ticket holder. Me too. Yeah. It was when they was yeah. terrible in the mid 2000s. Yep. Right. Yeah. It, my, they were cheap my, as hell. They were. Yeah, my, Seven something a game. One year. Yeah. One year was 06 07. Yep. Ugh. Oh. I think I was 06, 07, 07, 08, and maybe 08, 09. Uh, it was in my college years, and my uh, friend of the show, Crappy Goalie, um, him and I were just, we worked together, and he was like, hey, what do you think about getting some season tickets? And I'm like, fuck it, hey, they're cheap as hell. Let's go. And for me, it was just, you know, like you, like we've all said on this show many times, it's still fucking live professional hockey. Right. Yeah, I know. And I think right. I remember looking at the tickets at the time I had season tickets and, uh, you know, the discount for the season ticket holders, we were top row. It wasn't great seats, but they were up high, but they were still good seats. Uh, seven ended up being like $7 and change for each ticket for each game. I was like, wow, that's bananas compared to how it is now. Yeah. Austin, I didn't see this comment in the chat. Uh, after more of that girl said, I have two cans in my fridge for the right price ponder. And, uh, Austin says, uh, I only hear that comment in the let's go beer voice <laughs> that we used to run <laughs> for Sunrise Brewery when they were still a thing. That's yeah. uh, that's funny. That is. <laughs> mm. All right. Uh, on to the uh, Blues uh, on the ice. They they had a, a win in a goaltending duel, 2-1 to one win versus in the shootout over Carolina. Uh, fantastic game. This was a fun game to watch. Uh, I didn't get to – I stayed off social media that night before I was busy. And uh, watch the game the next day. Um, so I was. It, it's it's rough when you watch when you record the game and don't watch it the same day. So I watched it the next day on DVR. So I'm like disconnected from. I'm off the grid. 
and uh, yeah. and I didn't hear the score. Actually, we went out to eat at uh, uh, the steakhouse, Texas Roadhouse. Uh, Amy and I did, and uh, I did see the score. Yeah, I think it was one to one after one period. That's that's what I saw on the TV. I ignored the rest of it. So, but uh, good game. Well, that one goal was uh, pretty yeah. impressive. Austin, yeah, uh, uh, Nathan Walker, yeah, I was, and I think you know there was some question on social media about why Blues fans would get excited about Nathan Walker, and I'm like, uh, I saw it from uh, uh, the Drop Hockey Show, the Drop, yeah, 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 yeah. which I, 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 he's he's kind of a negative Nancy, let's be honest. Um, and I, yeah, I strongly disagree. I mean, come on. It, we all know St. Louis. Yes, we do love our third and fourth liners, but Nathan Walker isn't it is an exceptional hockey player. He's got skill. Oh, sure. Yeah. I think and he called I think, him a career, a career AHLer is what he called right. it. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's in the context of the contract, right? Not, not, not the call up. I think this was the conversation last night to, to be fair, to be, to be fair. fair. Um, but yeah, um, Nathan, Nathan Walker is an exciting player. He has, he brings the element of, of speed to this team that you think Cairo would dominate, but you know, isn't really delivering enough of, uh, Jeff, I, uh, this is from 37 in the YouTube chat, Jeff crappy goalie better be someone's screen name and not me. I don't know, 37. Did you sit with me for three years in blue season tickets? So that's probably not you. <laughs> Nathan Walker is an easy guy to like. You know, he's out there. He works hard. You know, he 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 shows up in spurts, right? And uh, he's just and a I hear he's guy. from Australia. He's, I, he I've heard that. They only Down bring under. it up every single shift, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, and who can forget the... Uh, the interaction uh, that Darren Pang and the show had uh, when yes. Pang uh, was talking about Foster's oh logger after the game. And, oh, man, the fallout from that. Holy shit. He was pissed. <laughs> yeah, he was. Got uh, no, I, in, in yeah, I got texted. I, I got texted from Darren Pang. That was that was uh, bananas. I was like, I'm, I he he misunderstood what I was trying to say. But still, you know, right. whatever. Better well, better than me getting laughed at by uh, Craig Button. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Both are pretty epic. <laughs> um, I I just don't understand the people who and this has gone on forever. Um, and, and, you know, we've there's been times where we've made fun of it. Uh, but, you know, the people who just are so pissy about blues fans liking the third and fourth liners like. Yes, we. I remember us having a conversation when, uh, well, uh, actually, most recently, we'll we'll talk about this one when Dakota Joshua left. I remember there being fans that were very upset. How could you let him go? And we were all like, "Calm down. He's a fourth line player. Yeah, they're a I dime mean... a dozen. So that kind of thing. Yes, but like when there's just people who are like, "I love Chris Porter. I love Adam Cracknell. I love Nathan Walker. You like Cracknell?" No, I, no, I'm saying people in general. <laughs> okay, because uh, there was a large contingent of fans that loved Adam. Really, Cracknell? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm. There was a lot of people who thought he was great. Were upset I'm when a, he got let go. I'm on board with Porter, but uh, Cracknell. Okay, all right, I'll take your bring word. back. Crasher and banger. 
Uh, bring back Blair scratching them. <laughs> oh boy, that was a tough one. Um, the CPA line, Conroy yeah. Pellerin etching them. But no, I, I just I don't know the people who are just like so pissy about it. Like, oh my God, stop with the Nathan Walker love. Like, calm down, okay? Like, I'm a huge Oscar Sunquist fan. At the end of the day, he's a bottom six forward. Like, but, but do you know, know what's what? great about he does his job well? That's all that matters. Well, and the thing with Sun Cristo too is that he has made it publicly known he wants to be here, so yeah. that's endearing to fans, right? I mean, they yep. oh, like, oh my gosh, he's not just a pro cashing a paycheck playing for a city. He, this guy, this guy wants to play in this city, so he likes it here. So I'm like, and right. I think that resonates with fans quite a bit. I mean, who, what fan base wouldn't like that? Wouldn't want a player that makes it known that he wants to be in this specific city. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. Well, I mean, that's why we mm. fell in love with David Perron again and again yeah, and right. again. <laughs> right, because I mean, he was and he was a, he was an effective player, right? You know, he was an impact player for us too. So, um, yeah, I, I, I and again, Nathan Walker, such an easy guy to like. You know, I don't, I don't get the uh, the the calm down well, and, about the. This, don't get excited about Nathan Walker. I, I like Nathan Walker. He's fun. When you mentioned the, the, you know, he's an easy guy to like. And, and for me, it's, you know, and I, you know, I'm kind of a storyteller at my job. That's kind of what I have to do. So I love the story uh, of him being a, you know, a, uh, a Australian moving to the Czech Republic because he knew he had to, if he was going to make it in the NHL, he had to move away from Australia. Great story. And that's why I kind of like pump the brakes when I say I don't like Tyler Tucker because he has a very good story too. And I'm like, Come on, Tyler, just get over the hump. Stop being so fucking slow. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the story is great with some of these guys. And yeah. when you learn them, it's like, how can you not love them for that? Agreed. Let's let's all calm down. <laughs> Let people like who they want to like. Some people I'm, like I'm, some things, some people like other things. You know what? I mean, there's nothing wrong with liking third and fourth line players. I mean, you know, the, the lunch, the lunch pail guys, right? So, I mean, uh, Ryan say, Johnson was one of my favorite players when I was a teenager. You know, I mean, Kelly Chase. I mean, he's yeah. beloved oh, in this hell town. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. Plager brothers. Oh, I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, that's 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 that's. I mean, I think a lot of teams, a lot of fan bases like to love to love the, the third and fourth line guys, the guys who go out there and bang and hit and and uh, and uh, and create some havoc uh, and create space. So, right. but, and but and so a lot of towns will say, you know, they they, but it's not just specific, specific to St. Louis. You know, there are a lot of towns that that kind of have that affinity towards those third and fourth line guys. Right. Yep. It's. You you wouldn't bat an eye if you walked into Enterprise Center and saw somebody sporting a Bobby Basson jersey. Oh, that'd oh, be hell awesome. Yeah. That'd be great. I've seen it. That'd be great. I will Wait. say my my favorite jersey sighting ever was about a year ago. My wife and I were at a game and we saw a oh, I'm gonna say fifty-four. I could be wrong on the number. Uh Mike Glumack. Jersey. Wow. And wow, I'm man. like, I haven't looked at my wife and I go, Was it Mike Glumack? No, there's and that's what I said. I go, I go, there's such a thing as an affinity for, for bottom line players. That actually has to be Mike Lumack. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, right. yeah. 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 I played here once. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. 
uh what's his name uh oh god why am i drawing a blank on his name the uh, uh the blues enforcer not chase oh kimball darren kimball you know there there's probably one darren kimball jersey floating around out there that you might see every once in a while and it's being worn by darren kimball yes, right so. <laughs> <laughs> biggest fan of let's go blues radio darren sure yeah. yeah 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 him, him and him and jamie rivers right yep they love us because we're keyboard warriors we are keyboard yeah. warriors. Keyboard warriors. Um, okay, so back to this game. Uh, something that I noticed with this game, and and you know the stats backed it up. Uh, the blues or the the blues, especially Pareko Letty. Holy shit, they shut down that first line. Um, Carolina. I don't want to say they're top heavy because they do have a good lineup, but man, their first line is one of the best first lines in the NHL. And Sebastian Ajo uh, and Andrei Svechnikov all had a six-game point streak end in this game. Uh, Ajo, in those six games, three goals, 13 assists. Svechnikov, seven goals, seven assists in six I believe games. It's, I believe it's pronounced Ajo. But... Ajo, yes. <laughs> um, no, I just... Uh, I was amazed. I just amazed at how well they shut that. And, 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 you know, I'll give Letty his due, but mostly Colton Pareko. He was blocking every pass coming through. He used his big frame to get in front of We've seen him do it all season. Um, just super impressed by the Blues and, and Bennington, too. Bennington, uh, Seth Jarvis, I remember he made a huge save on him. And he was in the second period. Um, he played a tremendous game, but I want to give a lot of kudos to to Pareko Letty because they really did not let that off that first line get going. So Nathan Walker scores the Blues' first goal on a on a dump pass, uh, 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 elevated pass, uh, way up in the air, uh, misplayed by the defender. Tries to jump and grab it and uh, couldn't do so. Nathan Walker comes in, breaks in the right side, uh, uh, scores a goal far post. So uh, obviously Blues off up one to nothing in this game. Uh, Carolina ties it later in the first period, but uh, Bennington was solid in this game. Uh, just allowed the one goal to Teravainen, um uh, off of a screen, uh, toe drag uh, shot, good shot. You know, tough. I, I don't know. I, there was one guy. I guess you call it a screen, right? One guy, toe drag, kind of pulls around, gets the angle on uh, on Bennington and shoots and scores. Um, I don't know. I, I, I didn't have a problem with the goal. It was a good goal. Uh, no, neighbor, uh, I, I didn't. I didn't like. Is you know. Back when we used to break down the goals here, we would literally look and say, okay, who can we kind of point to as like, that wasn't a good play by that defenseman or the goalie or whoever. I thought that was just a great play by Carolina. I thought they just fucking, they perfected that play because that's what they do. They're a good offensive team. Um, So this game goes to overtime, goes to a shootout. Um, I, I was, I was pissed. Hang on, uh, are you getting to the shootout? Yes. Before you get to so, the shootout, okay. I just want to mention, first of all, and, and this includes the shootout, that's the best game I've ever seen Anti Ranta play. Um, mm-hmm. We've seen him was, play yeah, a lot here in St. Louis. He was ridiculous. It, he he was sent down uh, just a couple – this was his, what, his second game, third game back. Uh, he got sent down because he was just piss poor. He was on waivers. That's he was on waivers. Point. He got sent to the AHL. He got called up. And since then, and, and I, I, I apologize, I haven't looked since this game, but to this point in this game, he was just playing the best hockey of his career. 
and I thought he had an incredible game, and we would be remiss if we didn't mention his save on Brandon Sod in overtime. Um, oh, yeah. That was the one where Kappen and Senator crossed the crease. Sod kind of bobbled it uh, for a second, but then he still was able to elevate a shot and get it. Two I shots. mean, even with him bobbling it, shots, yeah. yeah, I feel like he's still on that first shot. It was would have been re- tucked it right in on that post as as he's trying to slide across. I thought, man, there's no way like where he put that Ronta could have gotten across. He jumped across. He made the save with the inside of his blocker, made him drop his stick. Just I mean, and, and that to me, that moment was when I looked at my son and I said, Blues are going to lose this game. <laughs> because anti Ranta cannot be beat. Like that save, they're going to turn around here in the next minute and they're going to score. And thank yep. God that didn't happen because right after that, Jordan Bennington made a really nice save. So great goaltending all around in this game. So right. it goes to a shootout, right? And did you want to say something, Bill, about that overtime? No, it was the the goaltending duel aspect of this game was like, you know, soul food for me. It was, yeah, it was and- amazing. And Bill, some I'm people hate. You. Some people hate the low scoring games. I love. Them. I love. I love them. I, yeah. As long as it's a well played game. Sure. Right. We've seen we've seen games where it's a one nothing two one game, and it's just a shit game. Like the ice is bad, players are falling over each other. Since Christmas, actually, since before Christmas, I have loved every single Blues game. This has mm-hmm. been the most fun hockey I've watched in two years for the St. Louis no. Blues. No, those those games coming back after like Olympic breaks where nobody half the team's been down in Baja drunk and the other yeah. half's traveled halfway across the world because they were at the Olympics. Like those those kinds of low scoring games are awful, but a goalie duel like where Oof. both keepers are on their game. Oh my you think, god. You think Vegas Every- needs you think Vegas, the Vegas Golden Knights, need to uh, ask the Blues how to play Colorado because yeah, they're might losing two nothing right now. No, I I'm with you, Bill. I I just God damn, I have had so much fun watching the Blues. Like uh, last night, the wife was asking me, you know, hey, you know, instead of watching the Blues game, can we do this? And I'm like, I'm sorry, honey, and maybe I they're on a heater, <laughs> but they're I was on like, a heater, baby. But but I was like, I was like, you know, this has been exciting hockey, like. Since the the coaching change, really, and they say it, yeah, one game, minus that. one game, minus one really game, really bad game, right? Like this has been the kind of hockey I love the the goaltending duel, the great defensive plays. We're seeing Tory Krug make ridiculous plays over and over on defense, and not to mention Pareko. Like this has been so much fun, and obviously the shootout. I hate shootouts. This was a great fucking shootout. I had fun watching this one. Yeah. So. I, uh, I, you know, seeing that Bushnevich was given an opportunity in the shootout and who has struggled to put the puck on the net. He just can't, he can't get it past the goaltender uh, recently at all. So he's given the chance in the shootout and I was so pissed. I was <laughs> at this, at his attempt, he comes in, he glides in and he, and he coasts uh, right to left and tries to outweigh the goalie. Ronta does, stands his ground and he just ends up flipping a shot on goal from a bad angle. I'm like, what the fuck was that? That was awful. Yeah. It was a terrible shootout attempt. Awful. Uh, well, conversely on that, Sebastian Ajo. I thought, again, I thought that was the game winner uh, when he came yeah. in on Bennington. 
And dude, that was a sick, I mean, that even well, would be a sick move. It was just so nonchalant that it yeah. was just like, oh, okay. Like that's what Bennington was thinking. He's just going to skate in. He's going to go to the backhand and shoot. And so he, that's why he went for the poke check yeah. and completely yeah, missed it. Yep. And Aho just waited him out. I mean, just a, a yep. smart, great play by Aho. Aho, yeah. sorry. Aho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, and Neighbors was fucking money. He money. comes in. He has to score to, to prolong the shootout, and he does. And he comes in. And I wanted to ask you, Bill, uh, he comes in. He goes five hole. I, out of all the places a, a, a guy can score on you, What's the most frustrating? Is it five hole? Because it like goes right through you pretty much. Um, depending on the context in a shootout, no. Okay. In a shootout because you're, you're moving, you know, it, you're it, something's got to open up five holes. The most likely thing when somebody beats you from the top of the slot <laughs> with barely a screen in front of you, five hole, oh, mm. that's the worst feeling <laughs> in the world. <laughs> but if you if you get opened up by a deke, you know, hats off to the guy, right? Yeah, I'm gonna probably break my stick over the post, but that's me. Uh, but you know, I I do that no matter how they score. They were gonna score. Uh, but no, it's it, if you get opened up, you know, it's 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 part of the game, right? Bill, and and this uh, completely takes us away from this game, but I have to ask you since we're on the subject. You haven't played since the new trend of where they call it the new five hole uh, under the glove and right above the leg pad. How often mm-hmm. did you get beat there? Oh, that's that, that, yeah, it, especially blocker side. Um, if I ever play again, don't, and you're listening to this, don't shoot to my blocker side, like above the pad. You'll, you'll score a hundred percent of the time. Okay, so it's, that's where I'm shooting on you. It's kryptonite for for a guy like me. But we gotta yeah. we gotta do that, uh, Kurt. That's, I don't know how much you've you've ice skated, but uh, it's been a while. Not much. Well, I tell you what, <laughs> we should rent out an ice rink when Bill has his goalie pads. Just the three of us and Austin. We'll get Austin out there too, and just somebody's got to pay for him. Is that called the new five hole? Over the, over the pad under the glove? I don't, I don't like Somebody, calling it that. Uh, I don't know if it was the Carolina game, uh, but I did hear something referenced in, in a recent broadcast. Yeah, I don't, that... I don't like calling it that because, to me, the five hole is the five hole. Like, call that the <clears throat> six hole. I don't know. But well, it's, six is it, under the arms. It, six and seven under the arms, right? Yeah, six so. and seven are under the arms. So, huh. to be accurate. To be eight, nine, then, over the pad. Eight nine over the pad under the blocker over the pad under the glove. Well, it's <laughs> it's it's just like the shooter tutor is just wrong because the it was this you know based on the stand up goaltending which sure. doesn't exist anymore. Right, that's true. They, I've, they been, to... I've been given this a lot of thought, like watching <laughs> watching games. Like if I get back in there, like I always wanted to play from my knees when you know when I was playing in, in high school and and growing up and. I would have, I would never have been allowed to play again because that just wasn't a thing. But now that's that is how the game's played. Once the puck is down, you know, low in the zone, goalies are going down like real fast. 
and I probably would have been a lot more popular in high school, right? But, um, <laughs> uh, uh, thir- 37 in the chat says, Bill, totally agree with that entire assessment of five-hole goals. 37 is, uh, by the way, uh, spoiler alert, my ice hockey goalie. Um, so a guy that I know gets beat five-hole all the time. 37 in a <laughs> row? <laughs> 37 in a row. <laughs> I mean, I love you, Dave. For, I'm just fucking all, with you. For all of you Clerks fans out there. Uh, so after Neighbors scores, uh, the clutch goal that it was, uh, Martin Nuke comes in, Benton makes the save, and then Shen, Shen gets the, the opportunity. And I thought, man, they're going with, uh, in this shootout, they're Bushnevich and Shen, two guys struggling to put the puck in the net. And uh, Shen comes through. Uh, nice goal. Ronta almost got it, you know, off the underside of his, the bottom side of his blocker. Uh, but it goes in. So it's like Rivers calls to the six hole, according to 37. Yeah. 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 yeah I think he does. Um, but six, no, six I, and seven are under the arms, though. So yeah, that's, but, that's, but that's where it is. That's where it that's is. That's where now. it is. It's is it the, because, because you're so low? Well, okay. All right. I guess so. I, I was, I was thinking, I'm thinking like more up towards the elbow. Not so much under the glove, but okay. That's kind of that same area. All right. Let's um, not we'll split hairs here. But well, anyway, yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, I actually, I'll, I don't want to say disagree because I don't think you were making a hard stance. Um, I actually liked Shen coming into the shootout here because I, I, well, overall, let me, let me, let me clarify the- that I was, I was, uh, I, 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 I thought it was interesting. I'm like, this is going to get the guy going or not, right? The, the, yeah. it, it, I, I thought there was all kinds of mind games going on here. Like, let's put him out there in the shootout. Maybe if he scores, it can get him going. Yeah, so I like – so periods one through three, uh, Braden Shen was non-existent, hardly noticed him on the ice. Um, over time, he had a shift where he had one really good scoring chance and then and made a, another really, really good pass. And I thought, man. Braden Shen seems to be feeling it right now. And even when the shootout started, I'm like, let's rewind the clock three years when Shen was your kind, almost your go-to shootout guy. Like, let's give him a shot here, see what he can do. And so when he was brought out, I'm like, hell yeah. And he, you know, made a really nice move on Ranta and waited him out and got a good shot. And and almost to a point, I almost felt not so much the Buchnevich, because I agree with you, Buchnevich. Horrible shootout chance. That was terrible. That was but awful. I was almost afraid, and it would probably if he would have waited another half second, we probably would have said the same thing about Shen. You waited way too long. Get a fucking shot. Yeah. And he put it right where he needed to, right when he needed to. Just a great shot. Game over. Loved it. Great call putting Shen in the shootout. Uh, Blues route shot in this game, 30-22. to 22. Uh, Carolina had the edge on faceoffs, 57.4 to 42.6. Blues were 0 for 1 on the power play. Carolina was 1 for 1. Uh, penalty minutes in this game, 2 apiece. Uh, hits were fairly even, 12 to 10 Carolina. Block shots, 25 to 13 for the Blues. Um, giveaways, 8 to 3 for Carolina. Takeaways, 12 to 4 for Carolina. So, uh, anyway, I, 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 another very good game by the Blues under Bannister. Um, and so the Blues at this point are kind of rolling, right? Uh, even though they lost, a, they, they, this is their second 
uh, winning a row after win- losing a couple. Uh, and we talked about the two losses prior in the last show, how they weren't really bad performances. They just happened to lose to, you know, it happens. Um, but then the next game, <laughs> um, uh, well, I, we can talk about the, what we just talked about, Nathan Walker, uh, extension. You want to talk about that some more? We talked about that a little bit earlier. I think uh, we covered it. Yeah. yeah we did. I mean, seven, we, one, one way deal, seven seventy five thousand at the initial level. Um, it was 29, his fifth season with the Blues, posted 26 points, 13 goals, 13 assists, in 101 regular season games, including one goal in two games this season. Walker has also recorded 29 points, 13 goals, 16 assists in 30 games with the Springfield Thunderbirds in the HL this I, season. The only thing I'll say about this, that I and, and, and I've, I've said this, I think, on the show before, and I know I bitched about it years ago, the AHL named their all-star rosters, and uh, they picked two. It's 11 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? I told you last night, no! I will always appreciate a Simpsons interruption. Um, <laughs> no, I, I I, don't know. It bothers me because in the AHL, obviously, players get called up all the time. If you're having a good season, you're going to get called up. And right. um, they named their all-stars. Adam Gaudet was one, and I'm drawing a blank on who the other one was. Why not just name Nathan Walker? Like to me, like it's such an accomplishment because clearly he would have been named. He was one of the he was the leader for the Thunderbirds, having a good year in the AHL. I hate that. It's like, dude, just name him so that way it's like, hey Nathan, just so you know, we have we have noticed how good of a season you're having. We're gonna name you to the AHL All Star game. You don't have to play. We can replace you, but you've been named. I don't know, just a little nitpicky thing by me that bothers me about the AHL. So the Blues uh, opened a four-game homestand against Florida on Tuesday, and uh, they got <clears throat> rather whooped by the Florida Panthers 5-1 to one behind a Matthew Kachuk hat trick. Uh, the first two of his goals were elite-level yes. goals. That first goal, his uh, well, the first one was the, the one-timer from, the, uh, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> from deep that he just – you couldn't put it any – farther upper far corner uh it's fantastic i mean now hofer may have been off his angle a little here because i'm not sure how that goal goes in from where nah. Kachuk's shooting you don't think so mm. no okay nah. i mean it was no. a fantastic shot um and then the second one the redirection which you know i didn't have kachuk's uh first goal in my bag at all when i played uh but i did enjoy redirecting shots from the point uh on goal and uh this his redirection was like oh it's a thing of beauty mm-hmm. just i mean just, he knew what he was doing too some guys redirect the puck and they're just trying to get it on goal he's trying to go upper uh you can tell with this with mm-hmm. this shot it, it's like the game slowed down for him on this shot and he just redirected it well upper, it's like like you when I, whenever i am stuck on forward i do love going to the net and trying to uh, deflect in anything. I, I always tell my point men, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it anytime I'm in front. And yeah, same way, like whenever I see a shot coming, I kind of hack down because I'm like, it's coming mid-level. I'll hack yeah. it down. Hopefully it goes well, between the legs. Because the goal is coming rebound. up like this and right. then you want to go down with him coming but up. Like, yeah. yeah, a guy like, I mean, uh, let's face it, most NHL players, they don't always do the same move. Matthew Kachuk, it, like you said, every time I've seen him deflect the puck, it's, I'm putting this over the goalie's shoulder. And, like, that's just ridiculous. Like you said, the game just slows down because these shots are coming at you 80, 90 miles an hour. 
And he's able to fucking read it and be like, if I put my stick here, it's going to go off the top and it's going to go right over the glove. I just don't. Uh, I don't I, I, my I, mind can't work that way. It's too I don't know slow. How, like guys like Pavelski, you know, they can just uh, the, are, are just wizards with redirecting pucks out of the midair. It's like the game slows down. They can see the puck just better than anybody else. It's just it's so impressive. It's got to be one of the hardest things to do in sports. It is. Uh, mm-hmm. Along with hitting a fastball in, in major leagues. Uh, but, is to redirect a shot like that from the point. Yeah, but Gustav Forsling, the, the play he made to lead up to that, you know, not firing into the shin pads, moving to the side. Yep. Like, Kachuk read it perfectly, and for, he and Forsling were on the same wavelength. You know, that we, we used to see that all the time with the Sedins back in the day, right, in Vancouver, the, the high slot redirect. They were the ones that kind of popularized that. And just it, it was executed so flawlessly and you know give kachuk that was beautiful but don't don't forget forcing that yep. he he had to make a move to make that play and he he executed perfectly well and that that was another play where i again like wanted to point out okay who did not have kachuk covered and you could make the case it was nick letty if you watch the play um but again mm-hmm. that's just one of those plays where like you said, it's it wasn't forcing getting the puck at the point and just firing it, and all of a sudden, oh, okay. I think in that point, I think Nick Letty or Pareko has Kachuk covered, but because Forsling had the, the presence of mind to move and get to where he knows he's going to get a shot through at least to one of his forwards, that just fucked the whole play up for the Blues. And Letty couldn't read it. Pareko couldn't read it. And it was only, like you said, it, Matthew Kachuk that could read where the shot was going, where it was coming from, and he just, you know, he, made an excellent play out of Forsling's play. He's an elite level. He's an elite talent in the NHL. Uh, I'm still annoyed the Blues didn't go, and you know, whether or not Kachuk wanted to come here or not. I mean, I would have loved to have seen him come here. Uh, that would have been fantastic. How, however, why that didn't work out, you know, who knows for sure. I just don't think the Blues had the pieces. I don't think they had the pieces. Well, they, well, you can always, you can always have the pieces. I guess it just depends how much you want to give up, right? I mean, or, or maybe, well, or I not question. as desirable pieces of what Florida wants. I don't think they had what, the pieces uh, Calgary that, wanted. that Florida was was offering. At the maybe time, not. we considered Justin Huberto but, an elite NHL player. Right, but at the same time, you know, uh, Kachuk had to have wanted to go to where he was traded to because he was going to threaten to not resign there. So, you know, he that that's so, and you know, whatever, whatever the circumstances were, fine. I'm just kind of bitter that he's not here. Yeah, I, I would have loved to have seen him here. Um, that would have been amazing. I, yeah, he seems like the perfect player to be here. Yeah, but but you know, I, I was thinking about this last night, especially when they kept panning to Sean Walt and Chantel in the uh in the box, right? How how much advice do you think they gave him? Like, all right, you have a choice at this point in your career of where you get to play, right? You get to go to Miami and in your mid twenties, take yeah. that opportunity, right? <laughs> take that opportunity. You can always come here for the end of your career. Well, and there was some talk, too, that players a lot of times don't want to play in their hometown because there's so much pressure. So maybe he really did tell Calgary, like, listen, I don't want to go to St. Louis. Uh, You know, maybe when I'm older, maybe when I'm 30. But right now, it's just not the right time. 
didn't uh, didn't Armstrong come out and say too that they didn't really right they didn't pursue engage. it yeah, yeah they didn't really pursue it so whatever I mean it's, it's just I mean you know wishful thinking I guess but um so you got Kachuk's two world class goals against the Blues you've got the Blues power play in this game letting them down uh, over four uh, just yeah well, that that, again, that four minute power play was and the giveaway by Verana that led to a goal and then the power play going in the third period they didn't score on just like there's a few things in this game I don't think the Blues played a terrible game but their power no. play was bad uh, in this game that let them down when they when they really needed to score uh, in this game and then Kachuk just being Kachuk you just can't you, sometimes you can't stop him and you get beat well, by an elite player, it happens. It is. And it let's is. face it, too, that Florida, since the Blues beat them in December, they haven't lost a game. Right. They are yeah. playing great yeah. hockey right Which, now. Right. And let's talk about – okay, and and so Hofer was in net the first time, the last time the Blues played Florida and won in Florida. Uh, very good game for the Blues. Uh, Hofer shut them down, allowed one goal. Now, in this game, now I understand no, – okay, Hofer had a great game against him in Florida. I understand – the philosophy and the mindset to put him back in that at home against Florida. However, that's not where my mind was when I heard Hofer was starting. I was like, I wouldn't do that. I would have went back with Bennington. We are at home. He's your number one goalie. Florida's on a roll. They're a cup contender. They're a really good team. I'm going with my number one goalie in this How game. about just the fact that Bennington's on a heater right now, too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's I, I, playing I mean, great hockey. And and not that that would have made a difference in the game. We may still have lost this game, um, all things else considered. But because the power play you know, was was bad and it, it cost us, uh, it, it was part of the reason why we lost this game. And so, but still, I, I, I when I saw Hope for starting this game, I'm like, ah, no. I'm like. Yeah, I didn't like it either. The, the, uh, games right. I all we've talked about the games I always start Bennington. Always, always, mm-hmm. always. Uh division games, always, if possible. Uh home games against good teams, especially. And and, and let, let Hofer play against non division games on the road and non division well, games that or maybe divi- uh, at home that are uh against weaker opponents. That's what I'm Blues playing Hofer. Win against- Carolina five to four in the shootout. Then I, if they go to Hofer, I say, okay, well, you know what? Give this kid a shot against a really good team. Sure. Maybe. But right. the fact Bennington, that right. he's on a fucking he, heater right now, he's played great hot. Get, yeah. Keep him in the net. Don't take him out unless it's a back to back. Yeah. It, it tells me that the blues are, are, you know, pre-planning who's playing the games. Right. I think this goes back to that, you know, talked about this last week and several weeks before that first disastrous West coast road trip where you, you, you know, you don't start Bennington, you know, to begin the trip and it just, everything goes wrong on that trip, right? They've got a plan and they're sticking to it. They're not reading the room. They're not seeing who's the hot goalie, right? They're not respecting the heater and, yeah, that's that's kind of the problem that that I had with with last night. Right, Bennington was super strong against Carolina, and you know just because you had Hofer, you know we we want we want the young guy to get one of these games on the home stand. Um, you know, let's I, let's I make it why. the Panthers. I, I yeah. don't know why we we had a couple of days off before this. Yeah, you know, it's not like we had you know it's not like it was every other night. 
So we had right. two days off. It was uh, with no game. So that's there's that. And, and to me, this is the stereotypical start your number one goalie. Florida is yeah. one of the best teams in the league, yeah. and you're at home, and you play play your best against their best, and yeah. and and whoever well, and, win, who comes out on top, uh, more power to them. You look at the rest of this homestand. To me, you you go. Let's say Tuesday, you go Bennington with Florida. Thursday, Rangers, Bennington. Saturday, Bruins, Bennington. Bennington. Monday, mm-hmm. Philadelphia. That's Hopefully. your hope for starting. Yeah, right, right. A a a matinee game on Monday, right? Yeah, absolutely. Go right. In, well, in it's seven. Is it? Is it? That's what it says was... on the. That's what it says on the schedule mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Since yeah. it's yeah. a, I, I think that was holiday. when they changed. Yeah, I thought I thought one version of the schedule I saw with it being a federal holiday. It's probably better given the shit weather we're gonna yeah. have here this weekend. And we yeah. got Philadelphia, Washington, Washington. Mm-hmm. So take a right. pick. Take a pick. Right. Hofer can start two out of those three. Right. Right. If you want to get him some more work. So I and yeah. yeah. And, and then you got Calgary and Vancouver back to back the and, following and week. Again, that's, it's that's it's not that Hofer played bad. I no, just no. didn't like nope. the decision. Me, I no. completely agree. Yeah, I, I just you, this is a number one goalie game for me always, mm-hmm. and I don't care how your back was playing. Right, and your team's gonna feel better, you know, seeing that you're starting your number one against Anthony Stolarz, right, a career backup, yeah, who who is now pitched two really good games against the Blues in his career, but still. You know, you have Bennington going instead of Hofer. The team's got a little more, ex, you know, a little more confidence, I think. But it, yeah, I yeah. when I saw that decision, I was like, ah, I don't like that. I'm just, I hope I'm wrong. You know, I hope I hope Hofer plays great in the Blues, and it's a really good game. And the and the and the, but yeah, it did. It was not that. It was not the case. So and and again, the Blues power play was a was a big thing in this game too. Yeah, um, yeah we I broke it a, a down a, a couple weeks ago about um you know I I kind of I think it was the Detroit game the actually the game that got Bruby fired like if the Blues converted on any of these three power plays this would have been a different game and it's the same fucking thing here Jesus Christ <laughs> like now I will say I do think they look better since they've done the whole Brad Richards power play consultant thing. Um, but still, you have to find a way to capitalize. That high stick on Brandon Saad from Sam Bennett, yeah. four-minute power four play, minute, you have to you have got to score. Because Florida had just scored. It was two to one. You've got to score. Yep. And if you don't score there. And they Lundell, score right after. High... Yeah, they well, score, they score right, after. right after the Lundell uh, high stick. Uh, that was the yeah. one at 1948 in the second. So 30 seconds after that power play scores, and you mentioned it, Kurt, Verona has that horrible giveaway. What are you doing, man? Fucking move the you know, puck. 30 seconds later, they come down and fucking score. And it's just, you know, I was when, that was Kachuk's um, beautiful one-timer. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, you got, you, uh, that was the nail in the coffin to me. It was like, and again, yeah, it's three well, to one, but it's also that you've had two glorious chances on the power play late, like when you needed to score to turn the tide, and you did nothing with it. Right. So, and and that's 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 the story of the game. the The, the starting goalie is a is a sideshow issue for me. It's not the main reason 
of uh, my, it's not my main issue with this game. It's the power play. Um, yeah. And and I don't even have an issue with a lot of the goals the Blues gave. I mean, well, the Kachuk goals especially. It's like I, I, those are like impossible to defend. They're tough, you know. I mean, except for the like turnover, the, right? <laughs> leading the whole thing. I didn't like the Panthers' first goal. Uh, that was the one Stenland scored. Yeah. Uh, no. They had the the two on one. Hofer made a really nice save. Oh right, um, yeah. but then but. they were puck. They were puck chasing. That's true. Annoying. They were they were all over the place. They weren't. The Blues were out of position, yep. but Stenland yep. knocked that. That that was a hell of a goal. It really was. That was that was three inches off the ice when he redirected that between overs sixth hole. Yeah. <laughs> I was mad. Right, but still, I was mad me, when it went in. I don't think Stenlin should have ever even gotten to that puck. No, well, he shouldn't. He was the Blues he was left did not wide open. Well, Perunovic, I was mad when it went in. Brunovich was bad there. I was mad when it went in because I. But then when I saw the replay and how he took it out of midair, mm-hmm. I was less mm-hmm. irritated and more impressed. But like you said, yeah, that 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 opportunity probably shouldn't have been there at all. But the actual goal itself was it was an impressive one. The Florida scored was, some impressive was, goals in this game. Yeah, it, yeah, they, they did. They they did a great job of finding soft spots against Pareko and Letty. Right, the 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 other three non-empty net goals in this game were Pareko and Letty combination on the ice, and Florida just broke us down and got got open in soft spots and were able to capitalize. I think it's worth noting that Kapanen, Hayes, and Verana were all minus two in this game as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, again, that goal with Stenland, I felt, I, I didn't even see Verana in the replay. Like, where the fuck are you, dude? And um, Hayes and Kapanen were both just kind of gliding back on the play. So I think, I, I don't know, I guess they thought, okay, we'll glide back. Perunovic has got the guy in front. Scandella's going to get the passer. I don't know, but either way, it was a total fucking breakdown, and I blame the forwards I, on that too. I thought the Blues played better than the five to one score. I don't think mm-hmm. it was a five to one game necessarily. Oh, I agree, hundred percent. And people, and so you know, and it's it's funny how you know the the bipolarness of of uh, a fan base in general uh, it can be. And so the Blues were playing really good hockey since Banners took over. Uh, all except for one game, they played a, a they had a really nice run of games. Um, any of the games they lost, except for one, were well played games. I thought, and this one wasn't bad. But uh, and, but yeah, so there are people jumping ship <laughs> today after the after this uh, this five to one game, and you know all just just complaining about this that and the other thing now, and they went Verona shipped out, which that's that's a legitimate gripe, right? Verona has he's. Is he is he is he playing himself out of the NHL? I thought he played okay against Carolina. I was like, mm-hmm. he's still not hustling. The, the we've seen him hustle before. He's still not getting in the scoring positions we expect him to. I thought he was again dog shit against Florida. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't get it. Like, what happened to this guy? You know who was good it was Shen in this game. Shen I thought so too. Shen, Shen it was all because of the shootout. He had yeah. a goal. He had Shen, his only goal. Right. And he's <laughs> he's seemed to find found his confidence, right? He he went what, what was it 10, 10 or eleven without scoring? And then yeah. the shootout shootout helps him. Great point. Um and yeah, that's a great job following neighbors to the net on that. And, well, and, uh, and yeah, that yeah, goal was all pretty. hard work, is what that was. Because right. 
the Blues, you know, they they break into the zone. Florida, you know, defends it pretty well. Nico Mikola, uh, friend of the St. Louis Blues, <laughs> he he, uh, he tries to get but it out. not of the show. <laughs> not of the show, no. Fuck you, Nico Mikola. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, he, he, he basically looks like there's no doubt he's going to get it out. But, again, credit to Nick Letty, who I actually thought had a not a good game. But mm-hmm. this play was spectacular. He stepped in. He read the play well. And he, he got it over to, I think he got over to Saad. Uh, Saad finds Neighbors. Neighbors makes the nice play. And then, of course, Shen finishes it off. But that was just the Blues just pressing. And we've talked on this show, who is this team? Like, what is their uh, mantra? Who are they? I think this is a team that could be going down as, this is a hard fucking team to play. Like, they will mm-hmm. battle. They will not give up on plays. They will forecheck, not not to the extent of the 2019 Blues, but still a team that will battle every single shift. And they Great. showed that on this goal. If they could keep that kind of play up, this is a playoff team. And you felt good about it because that was the you know the the four straight two to one games, right? They were in every game, and it yep. was it was super tight. They were competitive in every game. And then this one, it just seemed like it. It just, you know, after the uh, the Kachuk fall on his ass, beautiful goal, they got away <laughs> from him. Yeah, yeah, this game got away from him. I thought it was still a fun game to watch. Like I still I enjoyed it. It was. I too. It was just like motherfucker. This everything is going right for Florida in this game. Yeah, and and they Florida just they were very. Um, I'm not gonna say opportunistic, but they executed stellar uh yeah. a few times uh and they had some very pretty goals so it's like you w- when you see a goal score like that against you you know my reaction is like i'm just like i see it i'm like wow i mean that's just you know tip your cap i mean that's just a fantastic play i mean that happened a few times in this game yep a couple oh, at least two the, at least two we, we've already talked about about a million yeah. times but that that could chuck snipe yeah. when he fell on his ass i mean god yeah. i looked at that play and i'm like I wish, and I'm not wanting to just shit on Jordan Cairo. That's what we should see him doing. Well, he's Those got a kind shoot. of plays. It's so funny because yeah. he he leads the team in shots by a, by a wide margin. But I'm on here thinking the guy needs to shoot more. He yeah. he passes up way too many shooting opportunities, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you should be you should have twice as many shots as the next guy on the team. I, I get because he's got the opportunity. And he passes too much, or he waits too long. And I just, I mean, like, lead the league in shots. I don't care. Get your fucking shot on net and take remember, more of them. I remember watching. I'm trying to blink on his name, but the um, play-by-play guy, Joe Joe Bedinati, Piscopo, right? the Washington Capitals. Yeah, not Joe Piscopo. <laughs> wow, great <laughs> reference. Um, <laughs> no, Joe, Joe Bedinati. Um, I remember it was like Ovechkin's fourth season and they had him on some show and they were talking about him and he made a comment. He goes, look at the stats right now. Alex Ovechkin has triple the amount of shots of anyone else on the team right now. That guy, he gets it into the zone and he shoots. And that, that has stuck with me. That should be. And again, I'm not trying to compare Jordan Gyro to Alex Ovechkin, but that's what he should be doing. Every time the puck's on his stick in the offensive zone, put it on net. 
he's had the opportunity too. He's he's been in. It's not like we're asking him to shoot from far out or, you know, uh, in bad in bad uh, in bad uh, instances uh, where it's not a good shot on net. He's had chances in close, and he passes and he passes to a guy in traffic, you know, to or tries to go back door and the guy's covered. And it's like, dude, just fire the fucking thing. Right. So early on in that game last night, the that line got buzzing around the net, and Thomas made a great pass to Kyrou, who was alone in front, and he took the shot, and he, you know, it was Stolarz made the save, right? And then for the next five, six opportunities that Kyrou had the puck, he wouldn't shoot. And that, you know, I, I think he gets frustrated too easily. And you know that a, that's they maybe. need to drill that. Like I, I'd love point. to. They need to drill it in his head. You're in the offensive zone. Shoot the damn puck. And Jimmy Snuggerud, if you're listening to this, <laughs> keep it going, buddy. <laughs> yeah. When you get to the yeah. NHL, yes. do what you're doing. Don't. Slow I would down. love for them to to pull out tape from from the World Juniors and be like, you see this kid. Who's going to be up here taking your job? (laughs) That's what you should be doing. No, I was going to say I, I I would love to ask, and and you know maybe the comparison's not fair at this point. I'd love to ask Jim Campbell about when he started having scoring issues because I feel like that's the exact same thing that happened to him. I feel like he had a great rookie year. He looked fucking world beater, and then all of a sudden he couldn't score early in his second year, so he started passing up chances. Are you comparing gonna, Jordan Cairo to Jim Campbell? I, in a way, not, <laughs> let's, not terribly let's hope, negative way. Let's hope Jordan Cairo turns out better than Jim Campbell did. No, I agree, but I'm just saying that I feel like that's what he did. Was It was like, oh, my God, I'm not scoring goals. I just need to pass every time I get it. And it's like, no. I And, you know, George, Jim Campbell knows more about hockey than anything I'll ever know. But it's like I just remember watching him play and thinking, shoot the damn puck, dude. Like, keep shooting. You will score again. But then all of a sudden he started passing every chance. And I'm have, with Bill. I feel like that's what Kyrou's doing right now. Have you been to the Geyer Inn? The what? The Geyer Inn in St. Louis. Kirkwood. Yeah, Kirkwood. I don't think because so. Jim Campbell, Jim Campbell owns that. It's a bar. Small bar. Hmm. Yeah. I've been I, there a few I times with Amy. Yeah. Um, Nice little, nice little bar. They have a little uh, patio, a little uh, courtyard in the back with uh, washers or bags and stuff. Uh, nice little place. But it's a hockey theme. It got a hockey uh, theme inside. Yeah, Jim Campbell is an owner, part owner, whatever. So yeah, go oh. check it out. Guy, you're in. There's a huge airstream, uh, uh, uh camper trailer right. trailer. Sells yeah, pizza, right. And, and it's got NHL logos all over it in the front of the uh. place. Yeah. Why have I not been there? I used to live in Kirkwood. The guy you're in. G-E-Y-E-R. Yeah, go yeah. check it out. Okay. Guyer Road, it right? Yeah, it's on Guyer Road, yeah. That's well, why. It, obviously. It's the name. Yeah. <laughs> Is yeah. it gear? Yeah. Gear. Yeah, it's gear. Jim, and Jim Campbell does live in he, – he may, I think he hangs out there every, every now and then. So he, he does Congratulations, live in Bill. You get comment of the show. <laughs> gear in. <Thank> gear in. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that uh, – Ooh, I've seen it. I didn't. I didn't know he owned that. Okay, yeah, the, I know the, right where that's the airstream, at. the silver airstream trailer out front. Yeah, or the okay. camper. Yeah, 
damn, I'll have to go there. I, I play at the ice rink out there all the time. I'll have yeah, to it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hockey stuff inside a little bit. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, the, the few times I've been there, it has not been busy at all. But Well, good. Yeah, they, they, uh, dur- during hockey games and stuff, you know, they have them on. So Maybe the gear in would like to sponsor Let's hey. Go Radio. <laughs> um, For the low, low uh, price of, uh, you know, whatever, 50 bucks a month or whatever it's going to be. I don't know. So I don't know. I don't we'll even know. Make, what we we'll make up. We'll Whatever. make up some numbers. I don't even know what we're doing. Yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Hundred bucks a month. Hey, bucks why not? A month. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um. No. I, I. So the other thing I'll add about Cairo. Um. Damn, dude. I have never seen, and I think I said this exact thing maybe last week or two weeks ago. A player of his caliber losing the puck just rampant, and it, it goes to one of the points I wanted to make in this game. I don't normally look at giveaways and takeaways for uh, the stats just because they're always, they always seem incorrect to me. Like Florida had four giveaways in this game. If you can believe that just four, four giveaways in the entire game. And, and the blues <laughs> had 16, 16 apparently. Yeah. But I, I, mean, I that, that did kind of stand out to me and I'm like, but just maybe four? not the four, maybe not the four? four for Florida, but the 16 for St. Louis, that feels about right. And yeah, I feel no. like about 10 of them were from Jordan Cairo. I, to say that a team gave up the puck only four times in the entire 60-minute hockey game is bullshit. They didn't yeah, give, it's way more than four. And way more than 16. I don't know what the, oh, yeah, I don't know I what the factors I, I agree. are it's more. It's more than 16. But yeah. for it to be a high number, which is yes. a high number in giveaways, I, I that agree. felt right. Because, man, Jordan Cairo, I love the kid, and I, God, I'm rooting for him. But Jesus Christ, kid, you have got to hold on to that puck. I've never seen a top-line player turn the puck over. It, there was a play uh, it, right before uh, Kachuk scored in the empty net. He's trying to carry it up through three Panthers in the defensive zone with the goalie pulled. What are you doing? He turned the puck over, and luckily, I think it was uh, maybe it was Letty uh, stopped the pass in the middle, so uh, they didn't score. But it was like Dude, you got to move that. What are you doing? You're not going to be able to beat three guys in the offensive zone. Like, move the after, puck. After after his no comment moment, um, and he came out and played a good couple games. You know, I thought, okay, this is his. This is this is the jolt that he needed. Yes, the, the shot in the arm, the punch in the mouth. He needed to get going the season, and he's just slowly regressed back into the player he was before. And it's just like, I mean, it's so frustrating to watch this guy who is just immensely talented to just continually not get it done uh, out there with seemingly the simplest of, of plays. So it's like, and, and I'm, I'm going back to what I said earlier in the season. Uh, he looks again like he just doesn't really understand what he's supposed to be doing in the offensive zone with the puck. I, I Like he, he doesn't understand the game plan, doesn't know where he's supposed to, supposed to go doesn't he's afraid to shoot as much as he probably should and uh it's frustrating to watch um i i don't know i mean some there there's something to be said for just telling the kid to put your head down and shoot the fucking puck you know it's weird that at this point i'm almost like because i actually i still think overall a lot of his game has improved i see him hustling back more i see him tying up sticks in the defensive zone I do see him doing things, uh, being more present in the uh, neutral zone to try and uh, jumpstart play. 
I do feel like he's doing a lot of things right that he wasn't doing before. But man, I got to say at this point, we need your offense, kid. Like it's mm-hmm. almost like the the Jamie Tart, uh, right in uh, season <laughs> all- is that season two um, of Ted Lasso, where it's just like now it's time to be an asshole. It's time to mm-hmm. be a dick. We need you yeah. to be a dick. Take well, the all- puck, carry it up by yourself, and get a shot on goal. That's all what these- we need from you. With all these two to one games, right? We're we're, mm-hmm. we're we're in these tight scoring, low scoring games recently. And it's going to be nice to kind of pull away from these teams once in a while. And, and, and he needs to be there and be that guy sometimes. Right. It's, it's been, you know, like it, it seems like Cairo and Thomas, it, the, the great white hope of this team, right. They're diverging, <laughs> right. They're diverging completely. Thomas is the guy that's figured it out. And Cairo is still the guy that just can't, um, you know, he, he can't put the whole thing together. And, you know, I, I think you give him one more year, right? And in, in this offseason, you tell him, don't take any time off, especially if the Blues don't make the playoffs, right? You do not take any time off. You work your ass off to be, you know, and come in in the best shape of your life, focused, ready to go. And if it doesn't work out next year, he's done, right? Bill, we- I, you made a comment, uh, might have been last week, about um you know him needing to go to like some kind of uh camp or something right. you mentioned Gary right. Roberts especially coach uh, right yeah especially coach. coach i feel like and, and as crazy as it sounds cuz we've seen him pull off some insane moves i feel like he's go to a camp that, that focuses on fucking stick handling and receiving right. passes right bring fuck i bring back david perron right perron was the guy that that was always fiddling around and changing sticks, right? At one point he was using, you know, the shortest stick in the NHL, right? Bring somebody like a craftsman of, you know, fiddling with your stick until you get it right. It seems like Cairo is just not comfortable and pucks just hop off his stick all the time. Get a guy to, to say, Hey, let, you know, if it's not Cairo himself, get somebody in here who can say, make these adjustments, try this adjustment mess around with it right it it's he's got to do better than he's doing now and you know that that just it, it's so frustrating yeah. to see it, him fumble the puck every time he fucking touches it it it's 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 frustrating and a little embarrassing to say that your eight million dollar a year guy who that's his contract now he's in it uh should be going to a hockey camp <laughs> <laughs> I know right? season. that's that's sad um but I, no, and, I, I i we joke about camp i think we mean you know getting a, a special specialist coach. yeah special yeah. training yeah yeah yeah, yeah off season adam oaks right i don't know what he's doing right he might be an assistant somewhere i have no idea but i feel like an adam oats type guy uh just kind of a skills coach um that's the kind of guy you need to bring in like a guy who can handle the puck or somebody who can teach you to handle the puck receive passes there's so, how many times do we see him receive a pass and it just explodes off his stick? Mm-hmm. And it's just that should Gordon happen Bombay. at the NHL level. Gordon Bombay and a dozen <laughs> eggs. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's such a <laughs> I'll say, man, like I, I've got players on my team, like guys that just started skating six, seven, eight years ago. Stonehands. I've told them, like, hey, when you receive a pass, you don't just put your stick down and receive it. You got to kind of cradle, cradle it, it. And yeah. pull it in. And yeah. 
I feel like, man, someone Massage needs to tell that it. to Jordan Cairo. Massage it. Make love to the puck on the ice. Let it come to you. Corral it. Love it. Caress it. <laughs> anyway. Oh, sorry. We still on the air? Maybe Kirk Price should be uh, his skills coach. Uh, I will say, you know what? I, I This is going to sound crazy that I remember this, but the tournament where you were on my team, I remember yeah. I sent you a lead pass that yeah. was awful. It was bad. And it was in the air, and then it, like, bounced on you, and it was on its end, and it was hard. It was way harder than it needed to be. And you did. You grabbed it. You corralled it. You pulled it in, and you Caressed beat a defenseman. It, stroked and, it. And, it, and then it. you laid it flat on the ice or on the rink. And I was like, damn, that was a good pass reception. <laughs> so... Maybe you do need to be his skills coach. I don't. I don't remember that, but uh, I'm. I believe you. <laughs> I remember a lot of really weird things about playing hockey, so that was one of them. Uh, that's uh, okay. All right. I uh, well, I'm happy to have given you that moment of like, hey, wow, that was cool, Kurt. I remember every moment of you playing. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like my shootout goal. I never forget that. Oh, I, I will honestly. I'll be on my deathbed and still remember that. Oh. <laughs> uh. One of my finer moments in the uh, uh, Ponder Cup tournaments. Not, I still, to this day, when I see Lynn, I'm like, how could you be beat <laughs> on a fake slap shot in a shootout? You know, well, probably because I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. And I changed my mind three times skating in, and I was going to wind up for a slap shot. Changed my mind as I was coming down on the downswing. I fake, I probably faked myself out. You know, I, if I didn't know what I was doing, how the hell is he going to know? Mm-hmm. So I guess there's something to that. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, shots on goal, uh, 30 for the Blues, 31 for Florida. Faceoffs are pretty even, 51% to 49. Uh, Florida had that one power play goal, 33% uh, to the Blues, 0 for 4, which we talked about. Uh, hits were 21 to 11 block, uh, for Florida. Block shots, 10 to 8 for Florida. Giveaways, we talked about 16 to 4 for the Blues. Takeaways were even 11. So there you go. That's the rundown on the stats. And uh, the uh, Florida had five unanswered goals in this game after the Blues went up one nothing with Shen's goal in the first period. And uh, all only, downhill after that. Something to kind of still hang your hat on, the Blues have only lost two games when they've scored first this year. Yeah, that, then that's, that was this that's is the second pretty one. impressive. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, and, and, and you know, this, this game, uh, you know, now it depends on how they play next against the Rangers. You know, if they put together a good game against the Rangers and maybe get a win, you know, then they're back on track. You know, I, I, I'm not going to uh, use this game as the game to define this team now, like some people like to do after a bad loss or not a bad loss, but a loss, a five to one loss is, sounds bad, but uh, I, you know, it, it's how, how you rebound and, and don't let this turn into a losing streak. Right. And you've been playing really good hockey. Most for the most part, since Banish took over, just just get back to that. Keep it going. You know, it wasn't a bad game against Florida, but the score got away from him. I honestly, even like the fact that they gave up what three goals in the third period. Yeah, I still didn't hate the third period. I thought they played fine. It was just one. I thought Anthony well, Solar had an excellent game, and he's had both a great of Kachuk's goals so far. Were like yeah, Kachuk, insane. Kachuk was, what are you gonna do? Insane. And um, and yeah, I thought the Blues still came at it. It was just Stolarz was there. And the Panthers played they, – they're a good defensive team. They played really well. So, okay, uh, before we uh, change gears here and talk about Team USA, real quick, I was given this for Christmas, and I was told that this puck was used during the Blues' first season. 
on the ice. Whoa. It's called Official Pro National. And it's got a strange looking logo that looks like a sideways house or something. But, and I did some research online, couldn't find anything about this except for some stuff behind a, a login screen. You had to register to, to find enough info about it, how much it went for on eBay. But I'm like, does anyone know anything about this puck? Because I'm just curious about it. I've Official Pro National. Never, I, I, maybe, maybe I'm a bad hockey fan. I've never heard that phrase before. Me either. Yeah. But so. I was told that it was used uh, during a Blues game in the first season, and uh, it was given to me by. You a can person see Bill who... Day's ass. <laughs> Everybody watching, you can see Bill Day's ass. Nah, the chair's in the way. Okay, get out of the way, chair. Come on. Does Bill have the puck? Does he have the he, same one? Is that what he's doing? Oh, <laughs> the suspense is killing me. I know he went to get a puck. He went to get. What are you doing? Puck. What are you doing, Bill? You're killing us. So I, I have, I have an old Toronto Maple Leafs. I think this is circa late seventies or early eighties. So okay. probably too late for for Kurt's puck. I just somebody gifted this to me in high school. Who, who gifted that? It does to not you, have Kurt? that. Yeah, yeah. Who gifted that to you? Uh, just got the NHL emblem. This the, there's the this one side and then the other side is blank. Yeah, it doesn't who, have any NHL gifted, logos on. Who who gifted that to you? Uh, this was somebody in uh, I think it was Teresa's aunt or something. She brought oh, it to okay. Christmas. I wasn't there, um, but uh, Zoe gave it to me. My daughter. Oh nice. She said, "Here, this is from uh, Aunt Barb." You know, she said that this was used in a Blues game and it was given to them a long time ago. And uh, I maybe at the game, I'm not sure. And then so they they asked to you know they gave it to me and I was like oh well that thank is, you. I'm trying to think of who I, I know that I could ask because as we talked about earlier which was surprised Bill didn't make the joke I did used to be in the media <laughs> um, there are probably people I could ask that I have emails or phone numbers to let me think about that because every every puck I've seen used at a Blues game had a Blues logo on it. Right, right. Yeah, and even like uh, my my dad had one from the seventies, and yeah. it had the that seventies blues logo on it. And yeah, maybe Bill, it was, I tried searching it too. Maybe it was <laughs> a maybe it was a puck they Ooh. used in warmups. I don't know, and it was it was flipped over the glass during warmups. I don't know. That could be the case too. Bill says, "Ask STL Blues history." That's a really good call. Yeah. Uh, know. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah. So anyway, just thought I would toss out there if anybody had any, any of our viewers had any thoughts on that. No idea. Yeah. I, um, I did some research and I couldn't find anything on it, really. I had, a, I had a friend who went to the game. I don't know if you saw it sitting by my side all night. I did get the Jordan Bennington bobblehead of him. That's cool. Riding the scooter. Yeah. I had a, a good friend of mine. Um, she was telling me she's like oh yeah we went to this game and you know the whatever game it was at dallas i can't remember who it was and she's like yeah and we got the um uh biddington bobblehead i'm like oh dude i wanted that so bad and she goes oh i brought my nana and she didn't even know who biddington was so um so she was like hey you want to give this to one of your friends so i'll just give it to you and i'm like oh you are the fucking coolest so i was like it will be on display on the podcast that's nice right that's next awesome. to it's one of the one, one of the cooler uh, bobbleheads. I've got a, a big rig. Where is it? Right there. 
<laughs> Pat Maroon bobblehead. It's a you know what's so funny? His head out of, it, a, out of a big rig. Which I do cool. the exact same thing as you, but like you, you can just turn your head around and point to it much right. quicker. But, but you refuse but, to look away from the camera. But you're on camera. Right. Mm. He's professional. I do have that's the right, Darren that's Pang. What us pros do. I do have the Darren Pang. Where uh, is right there? The Darren Pang. Hey, that's uh, what they told us in uh, when I was a thespian. Uh, you never turn your back to the audience. Yeah. So Fox Sports and West. Uh, him as a goalie holding the microphone. Uh, bobblehead. Amy got that for me, which is a pretty cool one. Nice. Was not long after. Well, it was it was a little ways Did after. Did that uh, bobblehead text you and tell you to stop being <laughs> yeah, an asshole? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe he texted me saying, uh, "You don't think I put in the work? I'll, you should. I, I put in the work." And I'm like, "That's yeah. not what I said." I almost want you to you take should. your bobblehead. Be, hey, is court is Kurt Davies an asshole? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you should you should craft a uh, Foster Slogger. Yeah, why'd you call me Kurt Davis? Yeah. Uh, that's that's my ex brother in law, <laughs> Davis. Wow, Davies, Davies. Davies. Yeah, mm. uh, sorry, Kurt Price. Yeah, shout out to Kurt Davies. Who <laughs> <laughs> right. Jeff apparently thinks you're an asshole. So. Yeah, right. No, Just call. Him. I do not. Yeah. I uh, love that man, and I miss him in my family. Uh, so Team USA wins gold at the World Junior Championships. Um, it, the the reaction from the media, I the talking heads of the media, the Canadian media, uh, kind of like they're kind of pissed off, up in arms. They're like, they we got to tear down the entire system and reevaluate how we put together this team every year and the players we put on it. He goes because it's just not working anymore. Didn't they win last year? Didn't they win last year? Who won last year? It was Canada, right? I thought it was. Who did win? That's a great question. <clears throat> hey, Google, who won the 2023 World Junior Hockey Championship? I don't Let's... know, but I found these results on search. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but here's who know. won. <laughs> did you hate that? I don't know, but here's who won. Canada won. What's that? Uh, 2022, it was yeah, Canada. Canada in overtime of the gold medal game. That's right. They, they, That's they right. just won gold. So it's like... <laughs> I don't know. The, uh, Canadians are are, are good. Talk about go bipolar up. fans. Yes, and then twenty twenty three Canada. Yes, they they won the last two years. Yeah, I so I mean they, <laughs> we got to completely reevaluate. I heard people say that. I'm like, what? Who? I, okay, they, whatever. They got beat by a good team too. The team USA was good. Yeah, they yeah. were the better team. Um, sometimes you just get beat like the blues in Florida, you know, a good play, a really, a really, really good players just played, scored some really good goals and they just got fucking got beat. That was a, that was a fun final too, USA and Sweden. I, yeah. I unfortunately had to miss the first period. Um, I didn't want to get called out by my company during a work meeting for <laughs> watching, the, watching the game, but second and third periods I watched and yeah. it was very exciting hockey. I missed the first half of the game, but I, I watched the last half. Yeah, it was good. It was good finish. Yeah, that's uh, I I was fortunate enough to be work from home that day and and uh, was able to catch the whole thing um, mostly with volume on a couple of calls I had to take, but yeah, that was that was uh, man, such such a great uh, great thing to to beat to you know go in into a hostile environment and you know take that game, beautiful. 
beautiful. Man, I, there is game. something about daytime hockey while I'm working that. Oh yeah, is there is nothing that beats it. Like remember when I look at the schedule the and I say the bubble, the yeah. bubble, yes, exactly yeah. the bubble. We're all like, working from home. There, is, there was nothing that beat it because, and that was when I set this TV up that's right here during the bubble because I was like, yeah, dude, there's gonna be games on during the day while I'm working. I'm gonna have hockey on twenty four seven. And yep. so that's what I did. And and like, dude, there's nothing that beats it. Like when the world junior championships come on and I'm, you know, and I go back to work in January, January 2nd, 3rd, whatever. I'm always like, hell yeah. I get to watch hockey for a week while I'm working. Uh, the blues came away from this tournament smelling like a rose. Uh, they had a number of players who performed very well, uh, put up a lot of points. So we're, it was a it was a good look for the Blues in this series uh, in this mm-hmm. uh, tournament. So um, uh, hopefully the future looks bright. And I know Armstrong. You know a lot of people are like, well, we can't wait to see a lot of these players in a Blues uniform. Which yeah, it might maybe it comes to that. But also Armstrong likes to remind people often actually that uh, these players are assets. So um, if they come up and play and contribute uh, in a positive way, great. He goes, but also we can use these players to trade and acquire pieces that we need as well. So um, some of these guys will not be with the Blues. They may be traded for yeah. pieces we need. So keep that in mind. But the his talk around Snuggerhood, like yeah. I, I told Julie last night, we will be going to a game in the next five years where we get a Snuggy Snuggy as a giveaway. Yes. Right? It's <laughs> yes. going to happen. <laughs> Right. I, I, about that last week. I think Snuggerud will play here. I don't. It's going to take a lot this, to pry him away from the Blues. Uh, right. but yeah. way no, more, in, he'll play in, way more games than Bull Duke, right? He will. Uh, he will. But the way Armstrong's he'll, he'll talking, play for the Blues before Bull Duke does too. Yeah. No. Oh. The way Armstrong's talking, that's going to happen. He's, yeah. He's he wants him here this year. Yep. So so after when, the after the when, college yeah, season's over, yeah. Yeah. When Minnesota gets bounced, and you know, if the Blues course, make the playoffs, he, yeah. Yeah, he'll be here. Yeah, shoot the damn puck. I, I know. Yeah, dude, shoot I, the damn puck. I, I am excited for him. I will say, like, you know, it, it, it's rare that I let myself get excited about a prospect. Um, man, I'm trying to think who the last one was. Uh, probably Peter Sena. No, not Sena. It was probably Tarasenko. And I, it's just, it's rare because I tell myself, like, you don't know. This kid could either get injured or just will not translate to the NHL game. Snuggerud's one that I'm looking at because I've seen him play enough that I'm like, holy eight shit. hours. This kid, at least eight hours. Eight yeah. hours of tape you watched? I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. It's, it's right <laughs> next to his Eric Foley VHS. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Eric Foley. That was the last one I was excited about was Eric Foley. <laughs> no, I, who's, who's I, I was. Who's the guy we lost in the uh, the 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 guy that uh, when we traded uh, for Falk? It was Edmondson oh, and a pick. Oh, and they, Dominic uh, Bach. Bach. Dominic yeah, and Bach. there were certain individuals online that were super pissed that Bach went uh, to, and they were mad. It, it, it was it was Edmondson and Bach. It wasn't a pick, right? It, right. That was the Edmondson prospect. Edmondson and Bach. Edmondson, Falk, Edmondson, I believe. Yes, and yeah. so and they were super pissed. And Bach's gonna be a star. Bach's gonna be a star. And he's yeah, he's he's, he's working he's, at the beauty. He will Starbucks never even now. play in the NHL. No, he's he's t- he he did not develop into what they thought he might be. So, oops. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> oh God, that's actually, I actually, God damn it, Adam Gold, uh, Ooh. winning unlimited. Ooh. I was excited about Aaron Pelujai. Right. Um, I was actually, yeah, I thought this kid's gonna be a good power forward, like not gonna be like a fifty goal scorer, but I thought, you know, good, like, uh, you know, bottom six guy that'll play on your power in, play, deflect pucks in. He was a big kid. Um, I Aaron did like Asham him. type. Yes, Tomas Holstrom type. Uh, do you uh, do you remember who they traded him for? Here's a fun little trivia question. Oof. No, I don't. They mm. did acquire a player that played for the Blues and was a pretty big deal for at least a year. Mm. I have no idea. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He was traded to Canadians, wasn't he? Yes. All right. So it. Uh, Mike Keane. Was... No, nope. it was Halak, was wasn't it? Oh. Nope. Ooh. Ooh. No, sir. Mike Keane was number 36. We got Mike Keane from Dallas anyway, I think. He had an apostrophe in his name. D'Agostini. Matt D'Agostini. That is correct. Mm. I liked him. I liked D'Agostini. I did too. He reminded me of a young Tito Landrum. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mike Uh, Shannon. Oh, oh, he's good. Mike Shannon. (laughs) Mike Shannon, Tito Landrum reference. (laughs) Uh. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Uh, folks, take a ride on that one, big boy. Um, <laughs> Susie Matthau is uh, to receive the uh, True Blue Award at the Blues Hall of Fame induction. She's the first ever recipient of this award. Um, I was wondering if she was going to get something because of how like Red Hall raved about her. That's how she right. was. Right. She was like it. People that did not play for the Blues and did not hold, like, uh, GM or coach or anything like that, she's one of the most recognizable names in Blues history. For yeah. sure. And for sure. and and I think a lot of it has to do with Brett Hall. Uh, like, mm-hmm. just just constantly talking. He talked about her a lot. Yeah. Um, and she was vice president of marketing and public op, uh, relations for the Blues for 20 years, from 75 to 95. Originally hired by the Solomon family, Matthew Holds, the proud distinction of being the first woman ever hired as a public relations director of any professional team. She oversaw many departments such as marketing, public relations, media relations, community relations, and player relations. Back in the day when one per like the, the organization had like eight employees, right. That yep. did everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, after her blues, Especially career, the Ornest days. Yeah. The Ornest days, right. The carpet bagger. He was called a carpet bagger. I think uh, Bruce Affleck called uh, Harry Ornest a carpet bagger. Yes. Yep. Um, after her Blues career, Matha worked for the NHL and NHL Players Association, assisting with the World Cup of Hockey and consulting on the NHL's involvement in the Winter Olympics. So she's had a a fun hockey field career. Uh, so and, and congratulations plug. to her. Shameless plug, I believe. If you go on uh, YouTube right now and type in Susie Mathau, uh, my video is the first that comes up. There was a really Back when intermissions were fun to watch uh, in hockey, um, there was a really awesome uh, piece done on her. And like, the, yeah, yours does like come 90, up. Yep. It was like yeah. the 95 season. And they basically like interviewed her, interviewed players, and they talked to her about, you know, just what her job is. And um, it was a really well done piece. And I wanted to make sure to highlight that because, again, like you said, Kurt, 
Brett Hall, but he's not the only one I've heard. Yeah. Brett mm-hmm. Hall and then a bunch of other players have talked about the impact she yeah. had on not just the Blues, but hockey in general, women working in hockey. I mean, she's a she really is a um, trailblazer. Trailblazer, yeah. I was a groundbreaker. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and I, I like you said, Kurt. I was kind of waiting for something like this. I'm like, yeah. I don't know if she'll be like inducted into the Blues Hall of Fame, but I'm like, she'll at least be like an honorable mention or something at some point. I'm she glad should, it's already now. She should get something uh, on the ice before a game. Yeah. So all they ever like drop a puck, that would be incredible. Yeah. yeah right. So that's that's the Hall of Fame induction game, which is which game? Coming up Friday, January nineteenth, nineteenth, eight p.m. So a week from it's going to take place at Friday. the at the Mac though, the Missouri Athletic. Oh, Club. that's that's at the Mac. Yes. When's the right, When's the I, Hall I, of Fame game? Uh, it should be the game after that. So that would be the because that'll 20th. be when um when Demetra and and Kachuk and all of them are on it. Actually, it's the twentieth. Uh, they'll play the Capitals Saturday night. Do you know uh, what so the third the link, night. the third link on YouTube that comes up when you search for Susie Matha? Huh. This show tonight, the live show. <laughs> so apparently there's nothing about Susie Matha on YouTube at all, <laughs> except for what you have and now this show, because I guess it's in the show notes, right, on YouTube? So it came up. Well, you're welcome, Susie Matha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, congratulations to her for that. Uh, well, well deserved. Uh, next up for the Blues. Uh, Thursday versus the Rangers, 7 p.m. Jeff's going to be there, huh? You going to this game? Yes. Yeah. Actually, uh, for it's funny, my my nephew, who's 16, uh, he has never, ever, ever been into sports. And I guess recently his friends have started getting into sports. So he asked me, he's like, hey, I want to get into sports because I don't know anything about it. Um, He's like, can you teach me some stuff? And I'm like, well, what sport do you want to learn about? And he's like, well, clearly you know most about hockey. I was like, do you want to go to a Blues game? And he's like, yeah. So for Christmas, this is what I got him. So I'm taking him nice. tomorrow night to the Blues game. So it, I, I was joking. And if you're watching, Aiden, uh, I am excited to go with you. But I do think it's funny because it'll probably be full of, why'd they blow the whistle? <laughs> well, well, what are they calling a penalty for? Why, well, what why happened is, there? Why, why, <laughs> what happened in the fourth quarter? Yeah, right. Is there more game left? This is it. There'll probably be a lot of weird questions like that. But you know what? Educating young kids about hockey, I'm all for it. Let's uh, let's do it. Uh, The Rangers are currently fifth in the NHL. They're leading their their division. Um, They have 54 points. They are 26, 11, and two. uh, Four points behind the Winnipeg Jets for first overall NHL. Um, I am. I guess I wasn't paying attention to the overall standings, but I didn't want to know where the Jets were first overall in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Did not. Jets in yeah. Vancouver, right? The Jets two. are one point ahead of Vancouver right now with uh, one game in hand, too. So. Yeah. I saw a funny meme that had, um, we're sorry to inform you, Mr. Bettman, that there are two Canadian teams at the top of the standings. Oh. And a picture <laughs> of him with like the world's biggest oh. frown. <laughs> Although uh, with Colorado's win tonight, I don't know if this is reflected with their win. It might be. Uh, they may have 50, 59 points, so they may have jumped ahead of everybody and have have fifty nine points. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if this up this is including that or not. Is that game over? I guess it is. 
It is three yeah, nothing final. So it's probably updated. So Colorado is is uh, within one point of that. Fuck you, Colorado. Fuck you. Uh, they play the Bruins on Saturday, which should be. It's always fun playing the Bruins. You know, fuck you, Boston, bunch of bitches. Uh, <laughs> Still, my favorite giveaway was from was that two years ago where they gave away the uh, replica Stanley Cup ring against the oh, Bruins. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, it, it, as long as you hold yours up, I'll hold mine up. Bonk. There we go. Yeah, baby. I I got a I got my one that um like actual ring and then that replica giveaway. I got them both looking at me every single day when I work. Love it. Sitting right in front of me. Uh, And then Monday versus Philadelphia, which should be interesting with all the news uh, surrounding uh, Kevin Hayes. Uh, You know, fuck you, Philly, bunch of bitches. I almost wish that game was in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it would be fun to hear the reaction, the fan. I feel like, actually, at this point, I feel like he might actually get cheered. Just because they are well, looking awful after what happened. Hayes mm-hmm. is going to score in this game. You guarantee yeah. he's going to score in this game. Oh, 100%. <laughs> you, think um, oh. He, uh, you think he does a little point up for his brother? You think he, uh, oh. he does every time he scores? Like something yeah. like this? Let's do it. Because, yeah, he's he got a lot of hate and uh, received a lot of nasty shit about his brother Jimmy. Um. Oh, I didn't uh, see you edit the stuff to the rapid fire tidbits. Uh, oh, I did see this though. The, the Bennington uses Justin Bieber to get initial All Star votes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the bet still stands, Justin Bieber. So yeah, he's asking wants to do the shootout with Justin Bieber. You know, have him come in and take shots on him. And, Dude, uh, even if he doesn't make the All Star game, it's a fucking sideshow. Do it anyway. Let that be a yeah. part of the skills competition. Sure. Come on. Sure. Or Who cares? Do it during intermission of the All-Star game. Who cares? And didn't Bieber bring it up initially, like a few years ago when this was a thing? He brought no, it up initially. I don't, I don't think I so. Wasn't it, wasn't it that he posted a video of him playing hockey and Bennington made the comment like, bring it against me sometime, kid? Something like that? I don't know. I, I, thought, I thought Bieber like, well, maybe you're right. But, you know, I, it didn't happen. Which should have. I don't know why it didn't happen. It the NHL could have made that happen. I well, I partially blame COVID because that right, was the year after yeah. Blues won the cup. Yeah, I, uh, I I hope it happens. It'd be fun. Uh, why not? Holy hell, It'd be better yeah. than anything else I got in the skills competition. Why the fuck not? Like you would get so many people tuning in for that. Bieber and you can know play. Bieber. I really feel like if you called Bieber and you said, "Hey, you want to come to the All Star game and take a uh, you know five shots against Bennington." He'd be like, fuck yeah, you don't have to pay me. I'll be there. That sounds yeah. awesome. He, I mean, he's a hockey player. He can play. So, I mean, you know, he got chucked into the, into the boards by Pronger, which is like one of the that best pictures awesome. ever. Yes. <laughs> I mean, how, I, it, that, that picture to me is like that photographer, granted, it wasn't quite really clear, but it was it was good enough. Um, that's like the, the guy that, that got the Bobby Orr flying through the air picture. It's like, man, some of these photographers, the right place, right time, snapping that picture. And he got yep. Pronger smiling close up with Bieber's face crushed against the glass. It's just so great. Yep. <laughs> um, that means everything. Yeah, so it's on Twitter. Uh, if, if you follow uh, Jordan Bennington, it's on Twitter. He he uh, wants people to interact with that and, and uh, basically, you know, I guess, get him some votes for the All-Star game so this happens. 
<laughs> or whatever. Um, I, I do wonder, especially you think if Bieber retweets. Well, I guess it wasn't a tweet. Was it a tweet? It was, it it was, was a tweet. tweet. It was a tweet. Yeah. So you think if Bieber retweets that, I mean, all of a sudden you got to think Bennington's numbers are skyrocketing because people well, who aren't hockey sure. fans will jump on sure. there and do it. Sure. Um, if B- and if if Bieber retweets it, the NHL, the NHL should make it happen. Oh, if both play, both people want to do it. Do it. Uh, medical update. Uh, my dog just shook and hit something. What the hell was that? Um, <laughs> Connor Bernard uh, had his jaw broken, fractured. Uh, if you weren't aware, uh, and uh, he had successful surgery to repair his fractured jaw. Uh, he's out of the lineup approximately six to eight weeks. For the Chicago Blackhawks yeah. Twitter. So immediately after becoming the youngest ever named All Star, Rachel Jaw gonna miss the competition. That's a shame. That's a shame. <laughs> Hate to see it happen. Hate to see it. That's well, a shame. My question is with him being the lone All Star from Chicago, because no one else is gonna vote in anyone else, they're gonna have to replace him for someone from Chicago. Who the fuck is gonna go? Just bring Corey Perry back. Perry. That's yeah. what I said. That's exactly yeah. what I said Corey Perry because apparently this... they announced today he is eligible to be signed by another team. Why not send him to the All Star sure. Game? Be the Blackhawks. <laughs> you know what? That would be that he would represent the Blackhawks well <laughs> at the All Star yeah. Game. You know it's it's going to wind up being Felino because he's like the only other name on that team at this point. Uh, uh, let me what? let me look at the stats because I am interested now. I mean, uh, they got that one guy. Uh, oh, he's like named after a vegetable. Um, radish is that his name? Yes, yes. Tyler Radish. <laughs> I was like, what? I was thinking green bean. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's funny where my mind goes. Um, oh man, he is not having a good season. Okay. No. Uh, Philip Kurashev, uh, 34 games. He's their second leading scorer. 34 mm-hmm. games, 23 points, eight goals. Jason Dickinson. Yeah. Nick Felino's there, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they got Bolivier, too. Um, but, man, he's not having a yeah. good year either. No. I I, I watched know. the uh, you can't I watched send their a goal game in Sunday. Yeah, and Morassic's not good enough to make it anyway. No. Uh, and, well, and, and Arvid, Arvid Soderbloom. Lund- yeah. Look at those I was numbers. Gonna say, I was going to say Carl Lidblom. Uh, it's <laughs> Carl Lidblom. Uh, no, Arvid Soderblom. Yeah, uh, he is nice. He is like the at the worst goalie in the league at this point. Oh, my um, God. His numbers are hilarious. Can, can yeah. you send two, Seth Jones? Two, like negative five? Two, 13 he's he's and, injured. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's injured okay. right now. Yeah. yeah. Two, yeah. 13 and one for Soderblom. 4.01 GAA, 8.75 save percentage. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh. That, that save percentage has improved. The last time I looked at it, it was 8.71. That is, that's Jason Bacasua numbers right there. <laughs> it's it's pretty awful. They're, they're better going off with Scott Foster. Oh, my God. Do you know who is on their roster? And I had no idea. Former Blue Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, they just they just plucked him off of waivers. Zach Sanford. Oh my gosh. I had no idea. I knew. Yeah. Yeah. He's played two games for them. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, they, they, they are, uh, after, after the injury, they're like, you know, press the, press the shuffle button. Oh my God. Just Jared Tenorti is still playing in the league. Mm -hmm. Jason Dickinson, 14 goals. Yeah. He's, he's probably, he's probably the right guy to go. I watched. How are they not the team that went 0 and 11 to start the year? Right. <laughs> because they have Bedard. They're bad. Yes. Yeah. They're comically bad. Yeah, and they've been bad for a few years now. This yeah. is not anything that's recent. So they're they're and they're gonna be bad for a few more. This is gonna be Well, I mean, they've they have injuries, right? They Taylor Hall. Yeah, that's true. He's injured. Tyler Johnson, I think he's injured. Um, Seth Jones, but I mean, they were never going to be good because of their goaltending. I, yeah, I, I think I'm with you, Bill. I, I think the only person you can send, even though he's what fourth on the point, fourth, fourth in points is Nick Felino, just because that's the only guy anybody will know. Well, yeah, maybe you send, you send I think a you send the guy, guy. With 14, goal, 14 goal guy. You send, you send Dickinson. Yeah, yeah Dickinson could probably, Dickinson. he, he probably, probably, you know, the one time in his career he gets it, but you know. Um, yeah, the laughable how bad they are. Yeah, I I watched for who did they play Sunday? I watched that game. It was I was working in the afternoon on Sunday, threw that on, and they they won. Um, and um, who's it? Connor Blackwood, it, uh, fourth line plug had two beautiful goals, and uh, yeah, it's like uh, whoever Colin gets him Black on their age, Colin Blackwell, that that's something something like that. Right, Blackwood. That's there's a goalie, right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, he Kenzie was, Blackwood. Yeah, he looked he looked really good in the game, but uh, it it just it was not a good game all around. Hey, good for him. Seventh round pick in 2011. Uh, yeah, out of uh, Harvard, he's made the NHL. Yeah, from North Andover, Massachusetts. He's As my mom calls it, Massachusetts. Ah, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. Yeah, my my mom always says Massachusetts, and I'm like, that's not right, mom. <laughs> she also says Schnooks. She says it as Snooks. You know what my mom says? My mom says, "Play it against Sam's." <laughs> yes, my dad always said that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was on like what? that. It's just play it again, man. Play it against sports. Play it you against sports. A, you get a used uh, uh, baseball glove and a piano. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I think Austin. So, uh, uh, oh, real quick. Uh, 37. Uh, again, my goalie in ice hockey. Don't give those goalies so much trouble. They basically play for the force, which is our. Uh, that's our ice team name, and uh, yeah, we are uh, we are having a rough year. So <laughs> I hear you, buddy. Uh, Austin, I think did Austin put this in here in the closing notes? Uh, Bill calls for St. Louis style Proville cheese to be the official cheese of Missouri. <laughs> did he put that I in there? Didn't put that. I didn't put it in there. <laughs> yeah, that 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 had to have been him, and uh, yeah, all of all of uh, the good mojo that he built up is now gone. <laughs> Boy, but you know how pissed off Kansas City would be if Provel Cheese were the official cheese of Missouri oh. because it's a St. Louis thing. <laughs> no. And the official football team is the St. Louis Battlehawks. Oh, 
Yeah, which is the UFL now. The XFL is gone. Uh-huh. The USFL and the XFL merged into the UFL. So I'm actually very happy with that. I think dropping the XFL because of the craziness that happened in the early 2000s. I'm yeah, it, it it did have a illegitimate, uh, you know, connotation to it with you know the, the XFL with the goofiness that happened in the past. He hate me. He hate me. Yeah, that he whole thing. Me. Yep. Uh, so we have a new live listener. Apparently it's uh mother nature listening. Cause it's trees, trees. Uh, she's, they say, she, I say she, uh, she <laughs> said mother nature. nature. Yeah. Uh, she says, uh, send Brett Hall in the same makeup. They use for the protagonist of <laughs> dear Evan Hansen. No one will notice. Uh, I've never seen that. So I imagine that's, you guys ever seen that? We're old, right? We never saw no. that. Uh, but speaking of Brett Hall and 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 movies, uh, I'm looking forward to the Solani Hall movie coming out. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be a blast. Tree says it's he, so it's Father Nature. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we need to hear from Bushes on this to uh, make sure that you know everything's on the up and up with those. Bushes cameras. has got to be a woman, right? Bushes. <laughs> Trees and bushes. Yeah. On that note, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you just crack yourself up. <laughs> I do. I really do. We're not coming back from that one. Are you a fan of Provolone cheese, Bill? Do you like folks up out here? Do you like Provolone cheese? Do you? Uh, are you a fan of uh, the St. Louis oh, style pizza? Oh hell yeah! I love me some Cecil's. And what about not you, Bill? Why did I say Cecil's? No, oh, I'm oh, sorry. I like no. Cecil's. You don't like Provolone? I no, I like Cecil's, but I like Emos way more. I, I like them both. I, I like Cecil's. I like Emos. Cecil's is better because they're cheaper. But uh, yeah, uh, no, I, I I was a Fortells guy when Fortells was in Fairview Heights. Oh yeah, Fortells is awesome. Yeah, no, Fortells no. for me was nostalgic because we had a ice hockey rink that we would always go practice at when I was like twelve or thirteen, and then afterward every Saturday the coaches would be like, "All right, everybody, uh, have a good have a good day. See you later." We'll be like. We should go to Fortells to be like, okay. Oh. And we go to Fortells every day after practice. Yeah. I'm getting some emos tomorrow. I got emos in Troy. I'm getting the emos tomorrow. Yeah. That's a good call. No, no my emos uh, is one of those pizzas you can just keep eating. It's like you don't get oh, full yeah. on emos. No. Yeah. See that I my family, my family's huge. Um my fat or uh, very very large family very large family (laughs) um mostly not fat beer guts beer guts big time um but not not accessible but they're huge on emos and um not not cecil's but alicia's Ah. very very specific south city thing yeah right um i i cannot i i have never been able to uh, fully uh, get on board with emos. I've I, I've burned my the roof of my mouth way too many times. <laughs> it's gotta, like napalm. you got to slow down. You got to wait. No, you gotta wait. Patient, no. patient with the pizza. No, Patience. It's it's like no. I, I have, it rips I, the roof of your mouth. Provel does. Provel does stick to your to your mouth. So if, yeah, if it's, it's if it's boiling hot, it's it is so I, I've it's got plastic. something that I do. It's with cheddar all... and mozz and uh, what is it? Uh, Provel provolone and cheddar. And American cheese no, processed together. Is that just it? Is it provol, uh, provolone and cheddar? Is that the two combined? Or is it three? Provolone, provolone. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Provolone and cheddar. Um, 
Yeah. No, I so I've got something that I do with all pizza delivery. Um, I I let them you know deliver it, bring it in. Well, I bring it in. They don't bring it in. I don't tell them bring it in. Put it on my on my uh, kitchen table. But I bring it into the kitchen table. I set it down, and then I go back in and sit and watch TV or whatever for eight minutes. I know I'm weird, but like that is usually enough time to where it is the perfect temperature. Perfect. And that way you're not boop. You're not burning the roof of your mouth and it's not too cold. It's perfect. Cheddar Swiss and provolone. Cheddar Swiss. I thought, okay. I thought there was a third cheese in there. That sounds right. So I'm, I'm a fan. Uh, I I like it. It, And it's not, you know, it's in, and in every pizza place is different. I just it's a nice change of pace every once in a while. I don't get it all the time. It's too expensive. Uh emos is. I don't know why it's so expensive. It is. Well, uh if you become a member, you do get discounts. Uh a member. Randomly. A, a member Yeah, of you gotta emos? sign up for their rewards program. Oh, I think I am. Yeah. I every now and then that. they'll shoot you an email that says like, you know, buy a pizza in the next twenty four <laughs> hours and it's ten dollars off or whatever. So it's nice. Um, yeah, I, I can't say anything good, so we're not getting them as a sponsor. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, maybe they'll sponsor <laughs> Kurt and I, like just in our lives. Yeah, two-thirds of the, the show. show. Two-thirds. <laughs> uh, trees uh, adds, also sweet, first time live listening, and I get readout. You say live listening, that tells me you've listened before podcasting. And, hey, good for you. Jump on the show late. Not a lot of people are commenting because they're all wanting to go to sleep. Tell us to shut up. <laughs> That's how you get it. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I think we're ready to shut her down. Earl. What other options do we have? None. Unless Ponder's got one more thing. Um, no, don't tempt him. Don't tempt him. <laughs> I'm like literally like my mind is racing a mile a minute like think of something I got that's it. a no let's go booze radio is brought to you in part by rock and that idea life you can con you can you can contact you can. i have i have I, this is you can do poorly. something you can receive 10 percent off by emailing dustin at rock and that idea life at gmail.com and tell him let's go blues radio sent you and by realtor mike Burgoyne. give mike a call today at 314-753-4060 uh, for all of your home buying and selling needs, that's 314-753-4060. That will wrap up episode 14 of season 13 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. Let's go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening. And thanks to those who participated in the YouTube and Facebook live chats uh, during the live show. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we've been bringing it to you. For Jeff Ponder, Bill Day, and Austin Lynch, who was killing it tonight. Star of the show. Yeah. Star of the game. He gets first star. He's, he's first star. I'm Kurt Price. Until next time, everyone. Fuck you, Boston. Let's go Blues. Fuck you, Philly. Let's go Blues. I guess I gotta say, fuck you, Rangers and New York. Let's go Blues. Uh, The Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. I want you to have a heart attack and die so that we never have to do this shit again. Well... There's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues, have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one, now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues.
boobs are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friend.